Welcome to the Gifted Punksters Men of the Machine crossover special. Gifted Machines! Gifted Machines. I'm Kevin. I'm um, Pat. Kevin. Also Kevin. We got a Kevin, we got a Pat. Sorry. We got another Kevin. On mine I say I'm Kevin uh, and then let him do it's Pat. What, so. It's October the 5th. Yes. Thursday, yes. 2017, Year of Our Lord. Yes, yes. Uh, we you are, stole my line. <laughs> are, we are live from Comic-Con. Well, we're, well, really we're, cool. we're live <laughs> we from the hotel room. We are live from the Hilton Gardens. <laughs> <coughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we saved up our money like a bunch of losers, and we got Comic-Con tickets, and we got a very expensive hotel room. It's actually not that bad, uh, considering. It's, it's not that bad for New York City. No. Uh, for, for where we are in New York City. But yeah, we are in the thick of it. Yes. Uh, and we are, especially this weekend. But yeah. we're here, we're queer, get used to it. <laughs> Damn, I say we that. We are slowly starting to get used to it. Uh, context, I don't know if people just listen to Gifted Punksters. Patrick has another podcast called Men of the Machine, which you should go follow if you don't. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> this this uh, tenored voice angel <laughs> to my left, which oh my no gosh. one can see. That's uh, so nice. Kevin Mills, the other Kevin. Patrick only exclusively podcast with Kevins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, they have their own little show. You should go listen to that. Or, oh, or a little show that was like. Uh, well, we have a little show. Let's let's, let's let's not be unrealistic. We both have little shows. Yeah. Uh, Sub like less than triple digit. They, followers. they have like, they have yeah they have their little show and maybe you listen to Gifted Punksters and you, now you can go listen to that show if, if you want a double helping of Patrick and yeah and, and if you listen to Man and, and Machine and vice su- versa and some supplemental Kevin like a Kevin Veggie Burger <laughs> uh, or maybe you're like I don't fucking know because we're gonna air this on both channels so maybe you listen to Men of the Machine and you're like I don't fucking know who this guy talking to right now is I don't do you remember what I said I said that the difference between Gifted Punksters and Men of the Machine was that one Kevin. Think shit's cool, and the other Kevin asks why it's cool. So I said, which, which one am I? The one who asks why it's cool. Why, why, not, sometimes I think things. I'm are no, cool. I'm not denying that. But after listening to multiple episodes of Gifted Punksters, you guys, you even self-appointed it that you take analytical analytical looks like deep into comics. I could, and yeah, I just, yeah. there you well, go. And yeah. I just go like, I mean, shit, did you see him punch that dude's yeah. jaw off in Superior? Yeah. Like that's all I say. I think I think that's pretty. Uh, Relative to who we are as people, because like yeah. Patrick and I, like we're both pretty obsessive people. Patrick's definitely obsessive, and then also I have like a degree in this shit. Where I'm like, but what did it mean? What did it mean? Uh, so I don't know. So I, 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 I think like my terms of talking about art in general has been kind of tainted by going to school for art, particularly like literary art, you know, uh, so it gets fucking weird, but, uh... Which has never made sense to me. I thought, like, art is entirely interpretive. Oh, yeah, no. You can go learn how to okay. interpret it. Here's, here's the thing. No, I, I'm not judging no, you. No, just... no, 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 I'm with you because... I'm indicting the entire educational <laughs> system. Like, like, here's the thing, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if you have any, like, friends who went to school for a field of art, be it, like, straight-up art school, visual art, or, like, writing school, or whatever. Yeah, basically with the film school. But, but, but it's, yeah. it's, no, it's the same thing all around, like... I, I find that people that went to school, I don't want to generalize. I mean, some people went to school for a creative uh, field and and they're flourishing. But, like, me personally and a lot of my friends that I saw, because my school was primarily an art school. Yeah. Uh, like, like, more kind of geared towards the visual arts. But I think a lot of people go to school for these creative fields and then it just sucks out of you. Like, when I graduated school, like, I used to want to be a novelist. Now I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna fuck with you in the group message earlier. We were 
arguing over because I've been consistently putting the word the semantics your semantics of grammar. I, yeah, I've been <laughs> consistently putting the word your as y o u r when I mean y o u apostrophe Anyways, it's always me though. It's it turn, it, yeah, it turned into this thing that went down and down. And Kevin's response was, "I have a degree in English, so." And he explains, <laughs> "Hold on, I did not say that explicitly. And, <laughs> it was implied. <laughs> I, I, I did not mention my my <laughs> educational background." Oh, oh, did you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, we texted so much. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk out. while I pull this up. Yeah, anyways, yeah you should. Because I was, I, I'm, I'm right here. I did not reference my educational background. I simply offered uh, a little expertise to the situation. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So after we <laughs> talked to each other, because I, I, I pointed, I said, why are you, apostrophe, are you in a parentheses, are you happy now, fucker, to Patrick? Because he points it out every time. <laughs> And there was a lot of back and forth, and Kevin goes, hold on, hold well, on. Well, well, because Patrick was like, well, first of all, you need a question mark at the so, end of okay, both yes. clauses. Okay, yes, Patrick looked into it deeper, so you decided to correct it even further. You said, if we want to nitpick, which Patrick adamantly said we don't, <laughs> you, you nitpick it, and you, and you make obvious, valid points, and then afterwards I say, Patrick is right, we didn't, about nitpicking. <laughs> also, I wasn't concerned, yada yada, fuck grammar. You said, but I have a degree. <laughs> yeah, you did. But oh, I have a degree. Oh, 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 okay, I, I forgot. <laughs> well, 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 but that part's irony. Yeah, but still. <laughs> that my, part is not, that's not why you should Cards listen to does love irony. My, my <laughs> next response was, because I said, everything I want to say sounds like a dick, and uh, today's the day of happiness, whatever. I was going to be like, why don't you put that degree to use instead of correcting people in text messages? But I backed out because I'm respectful. Well, because I'm respectful. <laughs> okay. We're gonna we're, we're gonna move on entirely. It's clobbering time. It's, it's, it's not clobbering time. Just some people don't know how to take the irony. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not it's always fine. cool. It's fine. Um, why are we all here? Why Comic Con? Comic Con. Yes, Today yeah, Comic-Con. was Thursday, the first official day of Comic Con. Yes. Even, even though at this point Comic Con's like all fucking week. <laughs> uh, they've been doing and it gets, shit. It gets since Tuesday. Wait, went, like, have you know. been? So me and Patrick came last year. I was in your That's spot. Good. Have you right. been to yeah. a Comic Con? New York, New York. Comic-Con. I have. Okay. Um, tell, okay. Scott, tell, 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 tell the story. Tell the Scott Pilgrim story. Oh, the Scott. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell that again. I uh, love that story. Okay. Well, um, so I have come to Comic Con before. Um, this is my first time paying for it out of pocket. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because, so, my sister has a nice cushy gig in Nickelodeon. Um, so, naturally, she and her co-workers come to Comic-Con to work the con, uh, to work the Nickelodeon booth, or, or whatever they're doing. Air uh, quotes. It's usually something Ninja Turtles-related. Yeah. Um, but so a lot of them, you know, they're assigned their duty. They come in for like the one, two days they have to work, and then they there's just this excess of leftover passes behind. Uh, the best thing you can, if you want to get to Comic Con, the best thing you can do is befriend someone who works at Nickelodeon or a similar entertainment industry. Outlet. Yeah, yeah. Marvel, outlet. DC, yeah. all the biggies. Um, yeah, because like if they don't have to be there for work, it's like they're probably not coming, and you can just get their pass. Um, so in the past, I've gotten in with like a. Like the pro badge, like like the pro like VIP pass. Oh shit! Like um, the big one they scan you before everyone else type badge. Uh yeah yeah no this is my first year we got through very quick today yeah, yeah. but this is my first year having to go through the normie door because yeah. usually because the door we showed up at today is actually the VIP entrance. Got it. Um and so oh they even said it unless yeah. you have a pro badge yeah okay yeah yeah okay. exactly so uh, that's the entrance I've gone in in the past and uh, security is just as fucking lax. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there's really not much. I shouldn't say that because you know, people are crazy. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but so uh, this is my first year paying out of pocket. 
Um, Scott Pilgrim story. Brian the Sp- story. Scott Pilgrim story. Okay, so... Also Stan Lee story. All right, well, I should also probably point out, like, uh, the intensity of, like, we're having kind of a crazy Indian summer right now where it's the first weekend in October and it's suddenly we're in Manhattan. So, yeah, you have the issue of concrete and body heat getting trapped between buildings, but it's it's fucking... It was, like, 85 degrees every day. Uh, even after the sun went down, it was, it was, it was like, yeah. 75, 76, 77 in that range. Um, so it's a hot day, but... A few years ago, when this happened, probably like 2013, 2014, um, it was cold. So I was wearing my winter jacket, which is um, just a vintage, uh, like, snorkel parka with, like, the orange lining, like, very 70s. Um, the same coat that Michael Sarah wears in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is one of my favorite films and also one of my favorite comic books uh, that it was adapted from. Uh, so on this particular year, I'm walking the floor and, you know, I hadn't brought my coat to con the entire time. This is the last day. It was Sunday. So I could have checked my coat, but it was cold anyway. So I'll just fucking, I'll wear the coat, you know? Um, but I was walking the floor and, uh, I was passing, I guess, apparently I didn't realize I was kind of in my own zone, but I was passing the Oni booth, uh, the, the Oni press booth from like, kind of like, you know, an aisle away. And I heard, uh, Scott, Scott, Scott. And I was like, what the, like. At first, it just doesn't register, because that's not my name. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that, but that's not my name, so it doesn't register. And then I kind of look down, and I realize what I'm wearing, which is, like, a pair of blue jeans, this vintage parka, um, a band shirt, like, pro- probably smashing. I was going to say, actually, it's like, a broken shirt, like, like, oh, fuck, what have I done? I mean, it could have been, like, I have that same plum tree shirt, too, yeah. like, just because I love plum tree, you know? So, uh, like, whatever. I was wearing a band shirt, um, probably a pair of... Adidas skate shoes or something to that effect, you know? Uh, and finally, I was like, oh, fuck, I get it. Like, I get it. And I turn around kind of, like, pissed off. Like, you not like, whatever. Like, hey, yeah, cool, I get it. Like, we all saw the but same But it's, it's annoying as shit when people point out characters what? out loud like that. Yeah, well, especially, too, because, like, you have to understand, like, ever since uh, Superbad came out, like, I've, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been inundated with, like, oh, like, you're like that Michael Sarah kid, you know? <laughs> like, just, like, there's only one mode you can be in if you're a lanky, shaggy-haired kind of white guy soft spoken white guy yeah exactly um but yeah no so I turn around and it ends up being Brian Lee O'Malley uh who wrote and and, and yeah. illustrated the Scott, Scott Pilgrim comics yeah. and like you know he's chatting me up um and I got some I got some goodies off him because he legitimately thought that I was cosplaying <laughs> as Scott Pilgrim I've never cosplayed in my life uh it's wonderful it's so <laughs> I I didn't do it uh that, those were just my clothes uh, <laughs> yeah. but in talking to him I was just like oh well I like I do play the bass guitar in a band like meh, 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 meh. uh I date young Asian women it's what <laughs> I, I do I, I've never done that um yet, yet. Quote, <laughs> yeah. uh, but no I, th- I think I kind of freaked him out and so because it's it's like stranger than fiction the Will Ferrell thing yeah. right? yeah. like, so, like I, oh dear guy he's come to life so <laughs> I got I got I got we were in a hotel room Let's, let's dial it back, fellas. Uh, no, but, like, I got, like, you know, uh, a discounted graphic novel off him, like, some stickers and pins, and... Nice guy. <laughs> that BLM. B-L-O-M. <laughs> Blom. Blom. Um, but, yeah, uh, we actually probably were here at the same time, because I've been here for the last five years, and I definitely was... Yeah, I you guys had Yeah, that yeah. that would have been before we had met. As he was that guy was. that you were like fucking balling Scott Pilgrim cosplay <laughs> right there, yeah. walking past. Well, no, you know what's funny about that year too. I remember like going outside for a cigarette at one point in, the, in like the little smoker area. We were there earlier today. Like, like, like they fucking basically like if you want to smoke a cigarette, you go to the pit, um, like the concrete pit. 
But I was out there uh, smoking a cigarette that one year, like in my parka and everything. And uh, and there was like a Ramona Flowers cosplayer, like up like smoking a cigarette like up on the ledge. And it was this weird thing where we kept like glancing at each other, like, "Well, this is weird." <laughs> uh, but um, well, yeah, like today we're like. Uh, I, I think as Kevin put, I too tweeted more people than he said sex with. Like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god yeah. Never pa- Patrick won a bo- or he not won, but he, <laughs> he maybe he won. I don't know. Maybe he won Comic Con by being. There's re- some really Reddit weird. forum where you're like, uh, how many two sweets oh did you god. get today? Yeah, and no, Patrick, I'm sure, I'm sure. Patrick Vicious is gonna post Patrick, like 47 Patrick, two sweets. Right. Here's what I'm saying. Oh, all right. right, Patrick wore a Bullet Club T-shirt today, and will the ensuing days? Yes. Um. I'm opening a can of worms here, I know, but explain Bullet Club to people who are like, well, what the fuck is Bullet Club? But let's leave it to under, like, a minute. Like, yeah, I will yeah. do my best. <laughs> yeah, don't... Basically, okay, the NWO existed back in the day in the 90s. Uh, the dudes who, like New, me... New, New World Order, they were the bad guys of WCW. Well, they were, the but they became good guys. Everybody loved them so much. Even yeah, though yeah. they were, like, they were always bad guys. Well, the first cool it's heels. a pro wrestling thing. We should probably say that. Yes. Um, I don't know anything. But yeah, the, the, basically, the kids who grew up watching it who are, like, my age, basically, like, it's, like, myself, uh, obviously, but, like... Uh, the guys who started it were uh, Fergal Devitt, a.k.a. Prince Devitt, now Finn Balor, Dabui, uh Carl Anderson, uh, Bad Luck Fallen, Tommy Tamatanga. Um, All the bros. They, well, they started, basically they were the gaijins. They were, they were the guys who weren't Japanese in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they basically started their own version of NWO in uh, New Japan. Mm. And since then, it's kind of ballooned in uh, popularity and, I mean, membership and everything. Um, and the people have moved past J- the New Japan, yeah. yet keep the Bullet Club title as well. Like yeah, because a- basically now uh, there's a deal with Ring of Honor in place, where basically New Japan and Ring of Honor share talent. Okay, so the Bullet Club exists both <clears throat> places. Um, but yeah, and then also recently, uh, the main kind of breadwinners, if you will, of Bullet Club, which are the, the Elite, which is the Young Bucks and mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, made a deal with Hot Topic. So of now, course, as you do, well now success. Uh, they honestly can't. Success keep, comes a ringing. They can't keep. How do we can't keep up with the man for Bullet Club shit? Like his Bullet Holy Club shit now is literally taking over. Okay. Hot well, now. so all right. They upsell. Yeah. When uh, you only make ten of them, it's really hard. no. They, just they, there's not, tons. No. Yeah. L- allow me to translate this to non wrestling people. Fine. Bullet Club is a not quite tag team. Badass. It's it's stable. It's, Badass heels. It's yeah. It's it's an assembly of professional wrestlers. Yes. And they have a signature handshake. Well, yeah, the too sweet. <laughs> they they quote unquote too sweet one another, which I'm still not convinced is not so, a sex act. And what that is is you make the Ronnie James Dio devil horns. Yeah, but, but yeah. put your thumb. It's a wolf. Oh, is that what okay. you would call that? Oh, all right, all right, That's when it was right. when the, it started with the click, yeah. which was oh. in the NWO. I've and never called, seen that. In it's my like life. the Russian wolf, and it's, then it's like, yeah. and then oh. it became the too sweet. It's basically the, like the rock and roll Spider Man flip. Sure. Hand sign. Middle but, point. But, but, you, middle. but you, you, you take your middle and ring finger together and put your thumb under them and you stick them out and then you... The person you are too sweeting does the same thing and you touch hands and you say, too sweet. <laughs> uh, and that happened about every five minutes today. <laughs> and, and to Patrick's defense, I think maybe two of them were initiated by him. <laughs> Everyone came from it, across. It like was it was really weird. It was like it was like Tom Hanks rom com style. They're across the room, and he's just like, "Yeah, too sweet." And then, and then on the way out of the building, there was a man with white powder, like baby powder, in his hair uh-huh. with the IWGP, and, IWGP title. And he had, yeah, he had. That's the New Japan the, World Heavyweight the, Title, the, yeah. the New Japan Championship Belt. 
and Patrick touched it, and he told me he almost cried. I did literally almost cry. He almost cried. It's not like I touched it. I literally from, held it in my what, hand. From, from, from touching not the real thing, but a replica that a man with powder in his hair at the Yavit Center has. Because I didn't... To me, it was like my brain, my brain flashed to like standing at Wrestle Kingdom 13 in the Tokyo Dome holding that belt and just being like, I'm, I'm the man in Japan now. Like My brain did that for like a brief second. It was fantastic. Me and uh, Patrick were supposed to go to Slaughtered Lamb last year. We didn't. We decided we would go this year. I spent a year excited about it. For, and you had an awful time. Oh, my God, the worst time. You had I'm, an awful time. I don't want to say the food was bad because it was whatever. It was average. So that doesn't mean bad, but it wasn't impressive. They coasted off the brand. Yeah. The waitress messed up my drink. Then she messed up my burger. And then she took an hour to get me the right one. Yeah, it no, was we, we were there for a hot minute. We were there for a hot minute. We were there from 8.30 till 10.30. It's 11.38 now. Well, yeah, I mean, we Patrick showered, I talked to my yeah. wife, yada, yada. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we were there for a solid two hours, and I got to eat for maybe five minutes, and then I'm just like, all right, I'm taking this home. Yeah, because like you, you... Oh, my... You, you had a lot of beer. Yeah. Well, they fucked my... They fucked his burger up, too. I don't... They just kind of gave me the standard veggie burger, even though I had asked to customize it, and did they charge us extra for that? Did we ever check? I... On the receipt, it said three IPAs for you. It said my two separate beers and two burgers. So I don't believe they did. I didn't check the totals, yeah. but there was no they, pluses. They done lied to us. They done lied. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're coasting on the success of this 30-year-old movie. Yeah. And it's sickening. 35-year-old movie. It's sickening. Yeah. No, all right. I, it, I'm not going to take it that far. Yeah. It is, it, but it was underwhelming. It's not sickening. To say but, the least. I mean, but I think that's what you typically get with uh, a place... Like that, where I mean, they really are kind of like they don't need to do much because they know it's going to bring people in that like the movie, you know. Uh, and, well, I mean, it, I've seen the movie once, and I just know yeah. Patrick loves it. Honestly, it pulled me right honestly, in. No, it was funny because as we were walking there, you were like, "Ooh, Jekyll and Hyde." Ooh, like they're just naming places. Maybe we should go to Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> Jekyll, well, Jekyll and Hyde—that is a good tourist joke. If you if you point me to have the time to, machine, have you been to Jekyll and Hyde? <laughs> no, you would like Jekyll and Hyde. I'm not opposed to Je- it. I'm just saying, Jekyll and Hyde is a meal and a show. I've got five minute five dollars left on my card, my metro <laughs> card, and I got no other place to use it. We'll, so. we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, we can go down that same way. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about Comic Con. I should probably Fuck yeah, sorry. I should, no, I mean, I should probably throw a bit of a caveat and say, like, basically, what we're doing here is we're going to try and record because we're here for the next three days after it's this. Not really a caveat, more an explanation. Uh, and more, yeah, sure, that's fair. Sorry. Uh, anyways, <laughs> people of the internet. Um, yeah, no, we are going to try and record a little bit at the end of each day <clears throat> for the next few days while we're here, and uh, I'll edit it together later, and we'll have a, a big full-length thing, pr- probably a double-length. Two times, <laughs> like, two times. Like Kevin's penis. Two times. Uh, he uh, didn't say Cardinal, that could be me. <laughs> weird, yeah. Too late, I'm living it. It's, it's both of us combined, because we're both a little underwhelming, but together you, you get... The, the, with our thing. powers combined. You get, like, a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, so we'll try and record a little bit each day. Uh, but, like, I, I guess today will be the most underwhelming. This first well, yeah, because all we really did was the podcast. kind yeah. of buy shit. <laughs> yeah, we just, we engaged in some capitalist acts. Uh, well, we're going to go to some panels that didn't work out. We didn't so. go to any panels, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard when you're not there so early. I mean, we got in at 1.30. We, yeah, we, yeah. we didn't even get to... Yavitz. Did I say it? Did I get it? We that didn't even correct. get to Yavitz until... Like what, three? Three. A little after three. Probably yeah. at three, yeah, yeah. Because so, we, we checked and, in the hotel room. And we left, we left at 6.30. So we bear, comparatively to what Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are going to give us, 
we were there yeah. for a flash. But no, we we walked the floor. We took it in. Um, I freaking love walking that floor. There's a giant inflatable Pokemon hanging from the ceiling with an X for a it's buckle. It's not a Pokemon. It's, not a, Pokemon. it's a little what pug. It's a pug. pug. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's a Pokemon pug. <laughs> uh, that's a thing. If you're there this weekend, past tense. By the time you hear this. <laughs> um, but no, we mostly just boshed today. And then I saw Greg Capullo on the elevator. I know, which really uh, just and, and I didn't say anything because Greg, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Scott, tag Scott hey, later Scott, this. just send me <laughs> pedal this along. Yeah, look, Greg Capullo, I was totally in the elevator with you and your wife. I didn't say anything because, like, what do you say? It might be. Yeah, I know. What you're so saying. okay, so I'll tell you the story. We talked about it before last year. We're it's walking. Hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's, I don't like to do it. We walked out the hotel. I, yeah, I feel like I'm in positioning people. I'm okay yes, with that. I feel the same way. So we're walking out the door uh, last year, and I walk and I go, "That looks like a chunky Gerard Way." Sorry, Gerard Way. I was like, "That looks like a chunky Gerard Way." Well, maybe he's lost. And, and Patrick goes, "What'd you say?" I was like, "That, that was... looks like Gerard Way." So Patrick turns like. As we cross the the wall so that he would no longer be visible, Patrick just gets his head turns and goes, oh, fuck, that's Gerard Way. And, he, and we walk, like, two more steps, and he goes, I got a man. I got to go say something to him. So he turns around and goes back. I would have just went You're about... You're telling the story wrong. Okay, I would have went about my merry way down to Comic-Con and been like, hey, I saw him, and been happy with the thought. This is what would happen. We were walking out, and, like, the first part of that is true, but then you are just like, that looks like Gerard Way. I looked at him, like, that is Gerard Way. And we, like, got a couple more steps, and I was just like... How douchey would it be if I got a picture of Gerard Way? And you're like, pretty douchey. I'm like, I don't fucking oh, care. Oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> it's because Patrick is collecting them like Pokemon. <laughs> it all goes back to the Pokemon. Well, no, it's the people that I love and respect. I want to know. I want them to know that I love and respect them. That's actually the thing I forgot to mention today. Um, I unprompted. Nobody saw it with me, which is really upsetting. But um, I saw. I, I mean, I saw your interaction. I didn't see yeah, him because like he actually made contact with me before I even noticed it was him. Mm-hmm. But Christian, the former WWE superstar. Uh, also, I actually was listening to his podcast on the way to because uh, he had a podcast with Edge. Him and now. Edge, yeah. yeah. Uh, saw and like I locked eyes with him because he was already looking at me. I guess probably the Bullet Club shirt. And I was like, "Holy shit, it's Christian!" And he's just like, "What's up, man?" And I'm just like, "This is this is this is this is joy. This is what joy feels like." And then Patrick went on to poison his body with the shittiest drink that's ever been invented. I like invented. G Fuel. Go fuck yourself. Oh my yourselves. god! Yeah, no, Patrick's been drinking. He got he bought a cup that they can just keep refilling with for five dollars with this cancer juice called oh, G shut Fuel. The fuck up, it's um, dude. I, my exact explanation it, to him was like, "Explain it." It's like Red Bull, and it's basically like it's sugar free uh, energy oh. drink, but with, it, there's no <gasps> crash. Yes, and it tastes like when you have a uh, medicine in your mouth and it says "Do not chew" and you chew it. That's what that shit tastes like. It's awful, and then it kills you, and then you die, and then you die. I've been drinking it for over a year because of Brandon Watson, your friend. So fucking B Watts. <laughs> so yeah, so like I do plan to re- keep refilling it over the course of the weekend and probably buy a tub to take home with me. Oh frightening, frightening. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I have the yeah. stuff that we sold at Healthy Living. Remember? Yeah. Uh, towards the end of it, we could do all those like. Uh, that program opened up. You could spe- you know get stuff for super cheap. I still have tubs of unopened ones of those, and the ingredients on those, like I'm even slightly like, really, is this what it is? And most of it's just veggie powders and fruit powders. The shit you were drinking, <laughs> it was unintelligible nonsense. Where they're just like, just shut up and drink it, man. Okay, just shut up and put it in your gullet. 
I couldn't. I couldn't. I drank. I tried every flavor, and immediately after, what did I say? I was like, "That was fucking gross." And my I, stomach I, I, was right, just for, doing circles. All, like I just need to paint the scene of what was going on at that booth because, like, I, we roll up. And I was like, hot chicks. I, it right, was like right, a dystopian right. future of them just being like, "Here, no, this will well, work." Well, first of all, you go to the way back corner of the Avid Center. Yep. Like the way back corner of the upper floor, and so it's like. It's not very well lit. Uh, you are literally in the corner. It's just this weird, like, the fight. It's like, you know, like, the, the dark outer edge of Comic-Con where those kids like boom boxes and, like, fucking drinking 40 ounces. Only instead of that, they're playing, like, dubstep. And there's, like, all these girls in, like, bikinis that are, like, loosely... They were in costumes. They're, they're costumes. They were, one the Harley was, Quinn, one was a katana. They were overly sexualized. Well, that, yeah, it's not saying that's not You true. know, there was, like, yeah. sexy Luigi, and there was, like... And then buff dudes. And yeah, katana with her fucking, like, medicine yeah, mask. And she kept talking on. to me, and I was just, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I didn't hear her talking, because I just saw her, like, shaking her booty. Yeah, they were just dancing to the music and, and looking like, you was, in the eyes, like, hey... No, she talked to me twice, and I was like... I but but also, but then they... But then, the one moment where they earn my respect, because then there was the dude, like, the skin tight like dick suit uh this guy and just like i don't know what he was like a wonder twin uh but yeah he like it was it was like equally sexualizing the, the dude the so message whatever, they were sending were drink this and you can fuck us was the message <laughs> they, they were like drink this and see what you can get and, 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 and everyone's trying to figure out how do i pay it's like i don't know because the people that are supposed that to come with you just dancing yes, yeah because yes, they were busy dancing like woo, you know but so it was an awful experience for me <laughs> uh and i got the fuck out of there really quick <laughs> I went back again. I'm you went back a it. second time, and I was like, "I'm, I'm getting back." F- it's five bucks. I'm gonna get as many as I can. Oh, well, okay. So from for I'm on your side there. You paid for it. You like it. Whatever. Let's break the system. But I don't want to go back. Don't destroy your. I can't really say that because this dude destroys his body on the regs. But that stuff is just uh, in, in a different way, though. In a different. We're way. all poisoning ourselves in one way or another. So I'm trying. In the to immortal, change. in the immortal words of uh, oh, what the hell? It's a uh, Wild Bill Hickok in Deadwood. Kato's going to go to hell the way I want to. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm trying to escape that place, though. <laughs> Welcome back to Gifted Punksters and Men of the Machine. Gifted Machines. Gifted Machines. A crossover event, if you will. <laughs> day two. Day two. Kind of day two, but really day three. Day, day, day two-third. Day two and day three. Day two-third. The original plan was to record a little bit each night, right? Um, but here, I'll give you the exact impersonation of how things went. I'm really sleepy. I just want to go to sleep. And then Patrick went to bed. Me and Kevin had a good time downstairs. Yeah, we hang out. That was basically exactly what happened. We exactly. Hang, we hung out. Uh, you know, every hotel should have a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And this is Kevin expressing bitterness that his well, hotel doesn't have a bar. A, it was a super under... Like, there was, like, three beers there. Like, three beers. It's a hotel bar. bar. What the fuck do you want, motherfucker? More than three beers. <laughs> That's the easy part of a bar. That's like the given. That's that's takes no work. I mean, either does buying Jack Daniels and vodka. But yeah, they had yeah. mixed drinks too. Yeah, they, they they well, they had a really nice cabinet with all the yeah, like, yeah. and they only had high end stuff. I wasn't gonna spend twenty bucks on a cocktail. Well, well this is the Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah, you right. Yeah, they don't they don't fuck around here. No, but the plan was thirty minutes every night, so that way at the end of Comic Con we would have a. Super precious little, like, two-hour 
monster crossover, and that just fell through almost instantly. I mean, we'll still well, we're, we're fixing it. We'll still have it. Yeah. We'll just do we'll do double the length yeah. right now, we're and we'll and we'll try and separate day two and day three for people. Yeah, that's going to be hard. I'm going to need help on that. But, cause, you know. I got it. Jesus. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, we travel through time a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, Flashpoint. I think people might like that. Oh, Patrick's got the schedule out. What a square. <laughs> Nerd. What a square. Nerd alert. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> that was no. good. That was a good one. That was a good one. Friday. Good transition. So, so, day two was spent almost entirely in panels. Yeah, day two was a panel. Day two... Um, was our most rigorous day yet? That was, yeah. That, that was that was a day. <laughs> our second day was our most rigorous day yet. It was. No. After the first day, it was the most rigorous that, day. That was a day of battle <laughs> and triumph and sometimes tears. Triumph of the human will. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. So almost two sets of tears, but definitively one set of tears. Did you cry? No. But you almost. But cried. I feel like I, like Patrick was close. When? So what had happened was. <laughs> We were fuck beginning. You, oh, oh, you fucking what, cock what do you sucker. mean tears? Oh, I was never I almost close. I was almost close to fucking elbowing somebody in the fucking face. I think we're thinking of different moments right now. Well, go ahead then. Whatever. <laughs> was it like a sad elbow to the face? No, it was anxiety really... manifests rage in my case. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. It was Patrick manifested as rage, which is life with Patrick. But what I'm talking about specifically is. Uh, we only did, I, I, I mean, what would you say? We did an hour on the show floor, like in total. Yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do a, a whole time. We went for a waltz. We, we bought some things. Yeah, we bought some stuff. And at one point in time, uh, I was standing there. No, was that the first day that I got Bendis? Yes, okay. that was the first day. Did I tell that on Oh, here? yeah. I didn't tell that on here. I don't know. Maybe. Just go for it. <laughs> No, it's, it's super anticlimactic. I got a copy of the new. <laughs> no, Avengers. no, hold on, hold on, no, hold no, on. You didn't. It was no, Avengers well, Assembled. Well, well, come on, Previous tell Avengers. it, tell it so, dramatically. So okay, <laughs> so like, like you're like you're pitching me the movie of how you bought <laughs> New Avengers by Brian Michael Bendis. Right, so here's what it is. It's just a young town girl no, on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. Thursday after evening, walking around Comic Con, and uh, I'm a, like a Donna Summers tune. Keep going, <laughs> you know it. And I'm a sucker for the. Uh, you know, three for 20 or, you know, buy two, get five bucks off sort of situations yeah. with these trades. So we're looking deals, through Deals, deals, deals. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't want... Even if they... I would rather buy a $20 book marked 50% off than buy that exact same book for 10 bucks. It's the same d- thing, but it's just the knowing that I think I'm getting a deal mm-hmm. sells me. So uh, we're looking through, and I, I think at, at that specific spot I got... Kevin Mills, economic genius. Yep. <laughs> I got, uh, I mean, life is a placebo. Just make it work for you. Uh, I was going through, and they were recommending books left and right, and the one that we settled on, like, really big over the top because I wanted a good uh, Luke Cage story was The New Avengers. So we're going through. I think you found me two New Avengers, and you found me Disassembled. Yeah. Uh, and as Patrick pulls out Disassembled, he goes, oh, here it is, and I... I just reach, you know, normal, like, oh, cool, you found me one, and you recommend it, so obviously I want it, and as I bring it back to my body, he goes, wait, is that signed? And we look down, and <laughs> lower right-hand corner, Brian Michael Bendis' signature, right on the front. And you paid, what, like $7 and for I, that? And I put it, I specifically did not want him to see that that was, not Patrick, Patrick had already seen, he was already going like, wait, which, to your credit, you didn't even put up a fight, you just went... 
damn it, I grabbed it for you, you win, yeah. all right. Like, it wasn't a big deal, like, you were mad chill about it. Uh, and I put it in the very center of my stack, that way when I showed him my, the deal is three for t- whatever, like, don't look at the books, just look <laughs> that I have six books and we'll move on. Slipped in the middle, and I have to believe, it's not, it's not worth, you know, the world, but it's worth way more than seven bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure someone would pay for that. that. Yeah, that did not deserve to be in that pile, but... I but got it, was. it, and I was you know, super, super stoked. Sometimes. And the interesting postscript to that story is, like, when I saw another one today, I seriously considered just, like, getting it, <laughs> and then just, yeah, it. like, before the Mills noticed. <laughs> the, the greatest, two years from now, I'm gonna pick up this book. The greatest con-con. Uh, when my child's finally born, I'm, I'm... Silence. <laughs> That was really, it was really good. It was really hominous. But fine, do you want to get into the actual Friday thing now? Or uh, Yes, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, I so, thought that for some reason in my mind that was Friday and it very clearly So wasn't. we got there at dawn. It was not dawn. We, we arrived at dawn. It we, was we, actually later than I yeah, was last year. it was way year. later. It was, it was like 8 a.m. It was 8.30, yep. Which, which is early for me. Yeah, yeah. And it was at... It <laughs> was, Gavin, this was like, we, no, this was like, no, this was we, like four in the morning last <laughs> night. We, <laughs> no, no, we woke up at like, I woke up at like quarter to seven. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't terrible. It was a, it was a pretty good morning. It was a lot later than when me and Patrick got up last year, but Jesus. we also spent <laughs> a lot of time stand. We spent more time standing around last year than we have this year. So, got up good and early, headed off, and we immediately got into the Doomsday Clock panel, uh, uh, badge scan. You know, where yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They queue you up so they scan your badge. It yeah, reserves your yeah, seat yeah, for the panel because well, yeah, they did it the... like last year. Cause like, okay, wait, because I've been there the last three years running. And, like, the thing that I liked about the badge tap last year was, like, because the first year I went, or not the first year, but, like, the first year since whatever that I'd gone to panels and everything, um, was, like, the system was fucking terrible. Basically, it's, like, they, like, had people walking through the line giving wristbands, but basically, like, that's such a time-consuming process that, like, by the time that, like, it's done, you don't really have time to get to another fucking line. Yeah. Whereas last year, that's something I was with him, and basically it was, like, at, like, you said, like, 9 o'clock, I don't really remember, but I remember it being before whatever, the, before opening of the floor, just going through and just like tap, tap, yeah. tap, tap, tap. They tap. walked through. The, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically. I was just like, I was like, oh, sweet. So we jumped to the next one, and then it was just like this time. I was just like, my initial impulse was getting the Runaways one, but I knew that you guys' priority was Doomsday Clock, so I made that my priority as well. Even though that became like the much shorter line, I'm like, fuck my life. But yeah, because I'm like, at the very least, we can probably get to like at least one more. And then it was the exact opposite process, where basically they waited to like, the exact second of, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then had one fucking person ahead of a couple hundred fucking people, actually, or thousands of the case actually, runaways. wasn't it after 10 o'clock? Because show floor oh, was going sure. up. Show okay, floor fine. started, remember they, I was it like, was why right around they, the same time. Yeah, I was like, why the hell are they moving? Like, <laughs> last year, we were tapped before the floor opened. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like. because just to specify for people who want to envision this, uh. The location you go to... The queue hall. Yeah, the queue hall where you go to wait for to get your badge tapped. Uh, it just kind of resembles a parking garage. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's very or a cavernous. airplane hangar. Yeah, yeah, it's very cavernous and echoey. Uh, concrete. Just It's all concrete and people keep knocking into the metal guardrails and knocking them over. Well, that's Woo! only if they go underneath them or... Yeah. Actually, uh, I would have a problem over the top of them. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a strange... Atmosphere. Well, the benefit of going over the top, the one thing I'll give you credit for was uh, 
each end is just a hook that yeah. literally goes. So by going over top, you're pushing that hook down. There's unless you go really like ape shit, it's not coming off. People going under it, just, it only is a fucking half an inch for it Actually, to pop you know, out. I mean, to, if we want to give the the full picture, the full uh-huh. motion picture, uh-huh. um, really be, before we even get to the Q hall, I believe uh, we made a pit stop at the G Fuel. We f- no, 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 that was after. Yeah, because oh, was yeah. it wasn't open okay. yet. That we, was open. Yeah. We went, so we got... Yeah, basically right, we got... Right. Because they, they, they yeah, had this... Shout to G Fuel Let me finish the last <laughs> thing I said. Um, the whole thing where basically they had one person at the head of this massive line just tapping people as they walked yeah. up, which was stupid and inefficient. I'm just like, well, you just basically... You've... You you made a great leap forward last year, and now you've just kind of met you you rest to the middle. Like good job, <laughs> like. Um, but yeah, so then we got. I was just like, well, runaways is probably impossible because the line was already like thousands it deep. Was ridiculous. So yeah, we went over the dirt bad, gently yeah. one. Um, got tapped for dirt gently, and then uh, got, we got the yeah yeah we got the gaslight yet. one. So we got those three panels tapped, and that was. That was it for... There was five in total. We couldn't get Runaways, and we didn't yeah. give a damn about... Um, I think it was Batman Ninja, was it? Yeah, it was something... Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Batman Ninja. Yeah. So we immediately went from that, and that's when we went on our way up to get some, some G-Fuel. Some get, G-Fuel, right. To pa- get, well, Patrick got G-Fueled. Patrick got fueled. I, I stood in the corner and got, hum- and got humble. <laughs> um... And I was and I was just rec- recanting this story to my wife. We thought it would be a good idea because we had recounting. What did I say? <laughs> recanting. It's really late right now. But that's fine. Recanting. I mean, he had a decanter. Yeah, <laughs> I've always got one on deck. Uh, a soap opera at his house. So the way the schedule lined up was basically every panel. The first one was at twelve. I think was Dirk Gently or eleven. Yeah, uh, twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Um, starting then, it went, you'd get out of that one, and you'd have an hour to the next panel, because Gaslight, I think, was at, like, 2.30. No, Gaslight was at, like, 4 or something, because it was right before... Well, you have that, yeah, you have everything there. Um, Yeah, well, so what, we went to three panels total? No, we did Okay, basically, okay, whoa, Dirt Gently was, like, 12.30, uh, DC Metal, which is the next one Metal, that was the one. It was 2.45. Oh, right, so we went to, like, 4. Yeah, and then Gotham by Gaslight was 4.15, and then Dude Fuck was 6. Well, why don't we break them each down individually? Well, yeah, I was just finishing up the schedule, so it was an hour in a panel, and then go wait an hour in the line, because that was the way to get a, a proper seat, which one of them, DC Metal, we got... Fucking awful seats. I couldn't even, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. even see Scott or any of them up there. I was yeah. just looking at them. I, I could see, but I was like craning my yeah. neck. Yeah, we were like right next to a large support column. Yeah. So we started the morning with our only that show was a floor wonky. time. A one oh six. That's the most popular room yeah. for like that for for anything that's not the main stage. Like that's well, the that was like the second. Room. Yeah, that was yeah, second biggest. Uh, so we got our hour on on the show floor. We all got some. Well, me and Kevin both got comics. Patrick got one. You got um. Uh, I am Gotham, the first Tom King Batman arc. And uh, I got just a bunch of, you know, like Hawkeye and Mm -hmm. the uh, Marvels, is it called? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, I got like six of them, but what I was telling my wife was it's a terrible idea to start like that because (laughs) my bag, my shoulders felt like they were going to fall off when we got back to the hotel room. I was just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, I spent all day with these six, like, trades in my backpack, which doesn't sound like a lot, and it's really not. But just put a piece of paper in your hand and hold it out flat like that and see how long it'll last. Like, it just, over time, right. wears you down. Um, but yeah, so, show floor wasn't super exciting as far as what we got done, but whoever wants to go first on Dirk Gently, pro- you know what, let Kevin start it, because he's never seen the show. I just want right. to right. okay. hear okay. his, okay. Okay. his um, take. It was cool. I mean, yeah, I, I have not watched season one. It's been on my to-do list, but 
So yeah. At the lower end of the to-do list. Not necessarily, just, you know, I don't know. It's, well, I it's mean, hard, it's hard, you know. All this shit just piles up. There's a lot of cool shit in the world, guys. There's a lot of entertainment. There's a lot of cool shit. Um, but no, I mean, I like Max Landis, and I, I like Elijah Wood, and so, you know, there's a, at least two people on stage I was familiar with who I liked. Um, Win-win. <laughs> uh, all the other people seem cool. Uh, well, yeah, they started off with Max Landis coming out and leading the crowd in a rendition. If you want to see it on my Twitter or my Instagram, uh, okay, yeah, let's do a little plug. Well, I'm just saying it's it's. I mean, it's, it's uh, we he, did, he led the crowd in a rendition of Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Before announcing we were watching the whole first episode of season two. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, because they were only going to show us 20 minutes was the rumored or the, like, yeah. panel yeah. thing. Well, right, so they played the entire uh, first episode of season two. Yeah. Um, it was still very enjoyable out of context. Oh, yeah, totally. It, well, I, we kept talking about it. It was every time... I feel like I could still, like, I'm going to start at season one, but yeah. I feel like... I could come into the show on season two and like not feel too in the dark. Yeah. Well, because you pick up on what's going on pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, exactly. Me and Patrick watched the. F- we we went to the Dirk Gently panel last year and watched. They did the same thing, showed us the entire first episode. Yeah. Immediately afterwards, we both loved it. I watched it at home with my wife. Patrick watched it every week when it came out. I got behind. Mm. And I was like, tell me this. And he, I, I was like, but you know. I spoil it for me if he's want. He's like, I could tell you the whole episode, and it doesn't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you see this show. This is one of those things. Unless you see it, it will not work at all. Yeah, like, it won't make yeah. sense. So, yeah, you could jump into season two, and you know, theoretically, but it's more fun. The, the season know, I'm, one's just, I'm sure, absolutely. Season one just, it makes... And he explained it really well. It starts off relatively grounded with questions. Yeah, that's the vibe I got from... And then as it went on... Well, in fairness, it started with the fucking fantasy shit. No, no, season two? I'm talking about season one. (laughs) I'm talking about the show as a whole. Started off relatively grounded, like season... Or the first episode is five different parts, ten minutes of each, and you're just like, what the fuck? Mm. Um, But it at least is within the realm of just people breaking laws. And you're like, okay. And then it just... Hard left turn. Shit makes no sense. All of a sudden, time travel's involved. All of a sudden, body sw- Like, it just really gets out of hand. Um, but you could watch it. You could start at any point and feel normal. Mm. Like, really, it's it's just that absurd of a show. And it's it's wonderful. No, yeah, totally. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like um, Max Landis in general, like, I'm a fan of. So, like, I was already kind of predisposed to liking it beforehand. But I, I genuinely, I think it's actually, really, like, one of the better shows just by virtue of the fact that it's something that... Is actually not like anything else. Like yeah, super original. Well, super original. I mean, it's based off a book, but yeah, super well, original. Yeah, but I think, but I think when we're doing being inundated because basically at this point, like you have, we've reached long past that saturation point for television. Yeah, and it's still like the it, there's nothing else you can compare it to, which I think is fucking cool. Yeah. And I thought that was funny when actually when they were first playing the episode and they're doing the fantasy stuff I was like yeah. well, so I put on the wrong fucking show like what the fuck <laughs> well, is happening well, th- th- that is that is one thing I do want I was like is Max is trolling me like what yeah, the fuck no, is that, happening that is one thing I, I do want to say that uh, kind of caught me as like weird during this panel was um, so yeah so that episode opens up with kind of like a medieval fantasy thing and there's guys having a sword fight but with giant scissors scissor swords scissor swords yeah and, uh, and when it came time to do Q&A at the end of the panel someone asked about that and Max Landis said that just like, oh, like, you know, I had never seen that. And I thought it was really cool that, like, we were going to be the first ones to do that. And I, I Googled it and I, I couldn't find anything. Uh-huh. Um, that is in the very first arc of Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol from the 80s. 
uh, there's a group of bad guys called the Scissormen, and they just come and, like, fucking cut people in half and send, <laughs> and send them to another dimension, you know? But is there, like, is there scissor fights, or is, is this just, like, a womp in your Um, dime? I don't remember. Because that's probably, like, I, I mean... I, 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 I don't remember, but I, you know... I don't know, I, I just, I guess, I, maybe I'm misremembering, because I found it kind of surprising that he didn't know that. Yeah. Right, because, I mean, I know he's... A comic book fan. Particularly a DC comic fan, and just given his age, yeah. you know, I would think he has read Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol, like, you know, it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't read it in a long but time. But I also the... don't want to be a party pooper in saying that, <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's my little, like, yeah. dork out. Well, I'd be interested, because, I mean, just to defend him and cover his ass was just on the off chance that those are just like um you know like one-off weapons like you're saying they cut someone half and they go to a dimension versus a core like a full-on choreographed fight like they're fighting as opposed to it just being like the you know like a punchers i'm like no this so yeah who knows maybe i would like to go and read that though because i really want to read young animals doom patrol but i have no idea what Uh, yeah i would you don't really need to you can read i could jump right in there but i would read the grant morrison yeah, stuff first though, just because like just to understand a little bit about because well, it's it's the game changing like defining Doom thing, Patrol. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's just like I mean, because Doom Patrol is like one of those concepts that started as this kind of like you know just kind of really kind of dorky, ridiculous, old timey. Yeah, I don't know if it was, it was a Silver Age concept, right? Yeah, yeah just very Silver Agey, so very just kind of over the top. Um, and then Grant Morrison just scaled it back and made it. A group of superheroes with psychological impairments. I'm a fan. You know, is it the same characters too? Uh, mostly. I mean, like okay. the because uh, yeah. that's the hardest fucking. There's, part there's for ones me. that are like the ones that you always see are like Robot Man and like um, uh, what the fuck is the guy with the bandages? <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I well, 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 actually, uh, I, I think they're genderless. Okay, what the fuck is the character with uh, the bandages? No, yeah, no, because because that's that's their whole thing. It's, it's, I don't uh, remember yeah. honestly. I mean, the only yeah. character I remember like Flex Mentalo and Met Roman. So. I have it on my phone. You can flip through some of it when we're doing this. Yeah, I would like to do that, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's really not much else you can. Dirk gently, you have to experience it to talk. Like, so we'll. I will say, I'm, I was super super stoked when everybody popped so huge for yeah. Bart coming back because mm. like, oh my god, she's the well, yeah, oh, like, she was my favorite character, like her and Ken. So the fact people pop so hard for them made me really, really happy. Yeah. Because I was Bart just like... Was, uh, do you remember which one Bart was? She was the yeah, yeah. assassin psycho. The psycho assassin who flipped over the car hood and just <laughs> flipped shit. And everyone yeah. lost their goddamn mind. Because that was towards the end of the episode. That was yeah, yeah. a good 30 minutes, 35 minutes into it when she finally shows up. Uh, yeah. I, I guess that's what helps, too, is that... Um, yeah, I went to it blind and I've never seen this show before. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm in a room of 3,000 people who have... And so I'm getting their reaction yeah. as well. So, like, I knew that moment. I mean, like, that moment, even without having any previous connection to the show, is enhanced by having 3,000 people screaming their yeah, exactly. Off. Uh And when you watch season one, like, so we talk about how silly and over-the-top it can be as far as, like, blowing your mind with these really stupid concepts that you're just like, how are they going to explain that? And they figure some silly way. There's phenomenal character development throughout the entire season one, because season two, you got to see... Unfortunately, actually, I kind of would have preferred you have seen season one. When Bart does the thing, she's like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to kill you now. And uh, she's like, okay, whatever. She explains the universe doesn't control her. That's a big thing. But my favorite part is when she's like, 
so you're going to come with me now, and we're going to be best friends. <laughs> All of season one is about, like, that line. Bart for learning her. how to be yeah, a friend. About, <laughs> but, well, Bart just learning how to be a person. Yeah, that's fair. she's going to kill the guy who follows her, and ending of season one is him convincing her, like, we're together now. Like, mm-hmm. this is no longer, like, this Well, yeah, because random... there's a parallel in the first season between uh, Bart and Ken and Dirk and Todd of kind of basically, like, the broken people from the project <laughs> and, <laughs> that, that basically have never had friends, and then basically them learning how to get along in the world, yeah. even though they're both horribly maladjusted. <laughs> yeah, so it's that that moment I absolutely loved, because I was like, okay, good, they're running with that. Like, they're taking... Because at the end of it, she actually gets hurt for the first time, yada yada, and he's there for her, and she's never had anyone for her. So that final moment where she's like, I can make friends whenever I want now, like, that just felt really cool for them to revisit, and I'm sure it'll continue on, mm-hmm. but uh, I do wish they had shown more of his sister, though. Uh, of, uh, well, I mean, it's also trying to catch up with a lot of characters oh my, at once yeah. and, and in it's 43 minutes of television, yeah, it, I was going to say. They, I think they did it perfect to the very first episode of season one. It was like, yes, no, you only get a few minutes of each and move on. We'll tell you more later. You'll get an entire episode I want to know what happened to the other members of the Rowdy 3 as well. Yeah. Like, so, like, Wait, what are they called? They, they were called the, the Rowdy, Rowdy 3. There was they Rowdy 3, there was more of them, and then, and then now like, there's only two of them, yeah. but there's the Rowdy 3. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's kind of, it's kind of like Superior Foes of Spider-Man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. And it's, fin- oh, it's so good. Now I really want to watch that show again. But, mm. enough about Dirk Gently. Patrick, you... Because we talked a lot at the beginning there. Mm-hmm. Lead us into the DC Metal panel that we walked into next. Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, Stumbled I into by stunk, chance. We, we've kind of addressed it before. I definitely... I mean, at least we have. I don't know if we have. Nope. We talked I, a little bit about... Yeah. Well, we talked about the two... Uh, the, yeah, the one-shots. The, the, yeah, that the, the two one-shots that, that preceded, preceded the metal. Yeah. Um, basically, the, the, there's the current event kind of happening at DC where... DC Dark Knight's metal. <laughs> yeah. Where... Um, Basically, whereas Marvel's events, at this point, I feel dread when they occur. Like, when DC does events at this point, I'm like, well, all right. Because I, I, I think I said before, was it like, um, Scott Snyder, I don't dislike All-Star Batman. I don't dislike the uh, Commissioner Gordon stuff. But I was just like, Metal is kind of picking up where Endgame left off, where like you feel like Capullo yeah, sure. and Scott Snyder are really having well, yeah, a really I mean, good time. They're, and, they're taking a story construct straight from that story with with the, yeah. the Dionysium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that basically it's just burning down the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the current event, and um, you haven't read any of it, you haven't read any of it, nope. I have read everything. Yeah, lazy shit up. While we were waiting for Dirk Gently, I actually was reading the uh, Dawnbreaker, because basically the whole thing is, as like Scott Center talks about, um, it's Batman discovering the Dark Multiverse, which is basically like all the worst elements of the DC Universe mm-hmm. multiverse. Uh, basically being stared back at. And basically part of that is that there's basically a Dark Justice League because basically Batman's... Reflections of Batman's own fears about himself where it's like... And, I mean, at the same time, like, I, I think it's really cool because like, they haven't showed them all yet, but, like, so far all the ones they have shown have been, like... It's the ideas yeah, no, make I've, perfect I've, sense to Yeah, me. I've seen... I haven't been reading. I've been waiting for more issues to accumulate, so I can kind of... Yeah. I might even wait till the end to read it all together, but, um... I have to see Joker Batman. Yeah, the, no. I, it's, yeah. Called, it's called The Batman Who Laughs. Yeah, The Batman Who Laughs and The Joker Dragons, whoever controls <laughs> them. I have to see that. I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I'm i signing up for uh, Doomsday Clock. 
mm-hmm. when that starts in November. Mm-hmm. I'm signing up for Starboy when that starts in 2018 because <laughs> the weekend has a fu- oh god I'm so dude you don't even know so also, and I'm signing up for this whatever this will be like I don't know what it's officially called like it's, it's an event it's an event but like which book metal. do I have to well it's, it's, it's it's gonna get metal but I mean if you want to get the tie-ins I mean there's like the button, like the button. It's just an event where. Well, no, the button was a crossover. This is oh, like a okay. proper event where yeah, there's this, just this, like. Yeah, this is its own. Yeah, it's just a separate series. Yeah, and a limited series, I guess you could call it. Eight issues, yeah. and then yeah. all the time. And I'm gonna yeah. and, and and I'm I have to have this one from the jump. Like I have to. Well, you already missed. I mean, like several issues. If, if you're if you're doing it at a comic book store, you could probably just be like, you know, like hold. DC Dark Knight's metal for me, and then also hold any tie-ins. Yeah. Well, I can put it on the subscription sheet, and anything I don't pick up in two weeks, they just put on the shelf, and I don't get. It. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. If I just put on there exactly what you said, they've already told me I can do what basically anything like that. Mm-hmm. So why not? Okay. Starboy. Yeah, no, it's really really cool. And actually, the thing that's funny is like um I had, I was reading uh, Dawnbreaker like, right before you walked in to Dark Dirt Gently, and like I do really love the uh, that Green Lantern Batman. Where it's like, <laughs> he tries to kill basically Joe Chill, and the ring's like, it's like, it's like, no, uh, it's like, error, lethal force is like disabled, blah, blah, And then it's like, error, willpower 110%, error, willpower 120%, gets like 200%, and then just like breaks, and we're just like, lethal power, uh, lethal force, engaged, and just like, <laughs> destroys him. And basically it's how basically you end up, because basically... Pretty much any Batman that like we kind of we've talked about uh, punctures before, where it's like if you really follow it to its logical conclusion, it goes fascism. Mm. So it's like really, it's like fucking Sinestro fascism on the most batshit insane crazy like spectrum. So like yeah, all of them I think are interesting. The ones that they've given me so far, I have enjoyed the one that the Murder Machine where he's uh, basically the, the cyborg of it. And then uh, Red Death, where he was the flash of it. We still haven't gotten the rest yet. And but... the, yeah, he's gonna become Doomsday. Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, what's someone called? One. Yeah, they they said its name too, and it sounded badass. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, basically every member of the Justice League, there's like a because they showed it in the end of I think it was Metal One. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed like the whole basically the the Dark Knights. Um, but yeah, so this is basically just them kind of showing you who those characters were, and then yeah, Scott Snyder told us and Greg Pula and everything. We ended up leaving slightly early, so we didn't get the whole rundown on like the other books that are coming out. Like um, we got some shit. We we got um, that's where they announced Flash War, right? Yes, I'm just saying we we left like right after that. Basically, yeah. we had, like Immortal Men and Flash War, and then we were kind of out. Yeah, before, but... Flash War is the big one. They're going to be doing Wally West versus Barry Allen. Yes, to the well, death. And, and classic Wally West, not yeah. uh, right, right, yeah, classic redhead. Not Nuvity 2. Yeah, and they're going to fight to the death, that's my understanding. One, like, one of them is going to kill the other with, with his bare hands. I, I really doubt it's going to happen, but sure. That's what I heard. Uh, they're thinning the herd. I just envision, like, a race. Like, a really anticlimactic race. I know they're going to do more than that, but in my head I'm just like, who's the better Flash? Well, how do you be a better Flash? You be faster. Have- okay, let's watch a race. It happened in one panel because that's how fast they are. How great. Like, that's... They have to do a, a three-legged race. <laughs> Just with each other? <laughs> no, I mean you could do whoever like, trips first. It's, it's, it's Barry and Jay Garrick versus uh, versus Wally, Wally and, and Wally. Bart. Yeah, Bar- Bartholomew. <laughs> I guess that would be cool. Sure. Why don't they just or do Wally a, and Wally? Do a potato sack race while they're or, at it. Or, 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 or you could do Wally and Iris, and he just drags her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we piece out of that 
and then shot over to get a good spot in the line for, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the Goth by Gaslight. Yep. Um, which is basically like the whole adaptation, the DC Universe, or the DC animated universe um, adaptation of the McDonald yeah. Brankenstein book. Which they showed us a lot of clips, and basically, if there wasn't a person on the screen, I couldn't tell what was going on. It was so damn dark. Yes. Yes, that was true. So dark. Like, I couldn't tell buildings and alley... Like, you couldn't tell anything other than a fist and, like, Batman's yeah, chin. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll fix that. Yeah. <laughs> it was... It was it's all, yeah, it's a work in progress. Like, yeah. they're not even done. It's a work in progress. We got three clips. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll adjust the brightness. I thought it was funny when he, when he was just like... I'm surprised more people didn't pop for, like, the... Uh, the whip with Catwoman. I'm like, motherfucker, we couldn't see the whip. <laughs> like, what do you yeah, want from yeah, me? Yeah, they really couldn't. <laughs> um, but they brought up some really cool, like... Uh, well, I'm excited for it is because I always liked that book a lot. Like, I mean, I think it's the first thing Mike Mignola ever did that I ever saw, because I definitely didn't see Hellboy as a kid. Um, I mean, it's also the first ever Elseworld story. Mm. Um what does that... Yeah, they kept saying that. What does that mean? Lay that I explained this to you. <laughs> Elseworlds is DC's imprint for just kind of one-off graphic novels that take place in like an alternate universe and have a distinct spin on continuity. So like... Oh, Red Sun. Like, they were asking, yeah, what yeah, else would you yeah, do? Yeah, okay. like Superman, Red Sun. But yeah, uh, yeah Gotham what by Gaslight was one of those. Speeding first. Bullets, I already told you this. It's literally... It's basically like... Super- if you Man. had... It's basically if... Uh, instead of Thomas, or I'm sorry, instead of basically if, if, the, if the Waynes finding, adopted, yeah, the Waynes find Superman. the baby Cowell instead of the uh, yeah. the Kents, oh, and, and so basically it, the rest of it goes Batman origin story. Basically, just Batman with Superman powers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that sounds way cooler. It is. It's it's pretty sweet. And it's just a one off. They never expanded on it. Nope. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like all the Elseworlds. Yeah, I was saying, 90s Elseworlds. I mean, Kingdom Come, which, oh, yeah, you don't have that, you have Marvel. Um, but that's Elseworlds. Like, basically anything, like, for a hot minute in DC in the 90s, it was basically just like, it's like, well, we want to do this other thing. We don't have the multiverse But we anymore, don't want it so... to mess up with continuity, well, exactly. so just make it. Yeah, because that was the whole thing. Basically, the back of the day, like, you could kind of do anything because you had the multiverse, whereas now it's just kind of like when you didn't have the Now we, we have it back again, but um, so it's kind of... Going out of fashion, but that was kind of the whole thing. Is everything was fucking else world. Oh, the fucking well, that's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, but um, no, I mean it definitely looks cool. Plus, we were in a room with Bruce Tim, which is fucking cool because I love Bruce yeah. Tim. I hadn't been a hero of mine for like a long time, so that in of itself was fucking cool. Um, we ended up piecing out of that slightly early. We we walked out of that room so we could get in line for, for the Tuesday clock for to the get next back in the room. for the next panel in that same exact room. So we yeah, left the room and then stood outside the room for an hour and came back in through a different entrance. Uh, yeah, to see Doomsday Clock, which yes. was uh, yeah. my favorite thing of the entire trip so far. <laughs> Jeff With, Johns, uh, Watchmen, and Justice League dude, DCU crossover. Just hearing Jeff Johns talk makes yeah. me want to buy everything he's ever done. Like I was like, okay, yeah. Jeff Johns a god. You're a guy that I just want to own every book. It's, it's Alan Moore for me. Every time I see an Alan Moore book, I'm like, is this good? You're like, it's Alan Moore. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. Like that's what Jeff Johns is to me right yeah, now. Yeah, you know those Green Lantern books? Those are Jeff Johns books. <laughs> ready? I'm so ready for it. Um, that's why actually I was trying to get you, uh, I was trying to find Jeff John's Flash stuff when we were looking around for Flash stuff. Was he did Flash stuff? I think, He's, well, that was his no, most that's, epic. That's yeah. we, all right. put up on the map. So, today, we'll go back to Doomsday in a second, okay. but today, uh, when Patrick was waiting in the Funko, the Funko Pop line, and you and I went off and looked at shit, mm-hmm. um, 
there was like when we were way off in the corner of the convention floor and like going through it was like five dollar trade paperback box or something. Yeah. And uh, there was a flash book that you pulled out, and I was like, oh, I need that actually. It's book two. That was book two of Jeff Jones. Oh, flash okay. Run. Did you I, buy that even? I no. didn't because uh, I then realized after you handed me that the cover was torn. It was all the way. Yeah, like, it was like yeah. all the way. It was like just okay. barely hanging on. Yeah, that was unacceptable. <laughs> How could they? Yeah, um, how dare? Not buying that shit. But that panel, the Doomsday Clock one, was the one I was the biggest deal for me in all of Comic Con. It was the biggest deal for all of us besides Runaways. Oh yeah, huge deal, huge but, deal. But it paid off. I know, I it know. paid off. But uh, we got. We'll talk about the panel in two seconds. But we got some posters. We got the first six pages, which Kevin's the only one of us who actually read it so far. It's but that's fucking fine. amazing. I read it. I read it. Oh, you read it? Yeah, it's oh, really, it's read really it. good. Uh, and a little Watchmen Doomsday Clock pin that looks exactly like the one on the promotional thing with the Superman symbol at the top at the yeah. twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a panel. Well, actually, pretty much everything we did besides Dirk Gently uh, was just one or two people up on stage talking. Mm-hmm. But it was for me the most entered. Besides the one we went to today with Frank Miller and all them. That's the single live podcast. It was yeah. the most interesting one to me, mm-hmm. as far as what the uh, artist well, or creator. I, on I mean, the it's a set. super interesting book. Like, regardless of what your feelings are on what they're doing with the Watchmen, it's still like. It's really fucking intriguing. I've gone through you know? all five stages. I didn't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, how sure, to yeah. feel. I, sure. I At first, actually, not the traditional five stages, but like at first, I was super over-the-top excited. I and I was like, Patrick, what do I read? I have to know what the button is. And then I got kind of like, don't, don't, don't you use yeah. my Dr. Manhattan in this world. And then I was like, I'm a little I, scared. I, I don't think, know what's going to go. If they have to do it, they have the exact right people doing it. Oh, of yeah, course. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Well, that was what I actually was saying to somebody today where um, the whole thing that Jeff Johns... Actually, I heard him say this before, but he had said it on the panel where it's like, um, after Rebirth, I never expected it to happen. I guess he and Gary Frank were both kind of like, we're not going to do this if we don't have a story to tell. And, like, at a certain point, Jeff was just like, I don't think I have a story to tell. And then the election happened. And what I'm saying, then they, they walked away from it, and then yeah. it was just like, and then the election happened, and he was like, called Gary Frank, he's just like, I got something to say. <laughs> so it was just like... Which is super exciting about what that implies could be in the book. I mean, Watchmen was obviously super politically charged. That's mm-hmm. yeah. almost the yeah. entire point of it. Um, well, depending on your perspective, but almost the entire point of it, so... If and you were saying it sounds exactly like Alan Moore for the, yeah, for the no, most yeah, part. Yeah, no, the voice. Um, if he's able to hold that tone for an entire oh, uh, dude, series it's Jeff and, Johns. Yeah, like, I know. I'm just I know, like, should, should I spoil it for people? Yeah, I mean, it's on the internet. Yeah, yeah, it's on the internet. On the stage, he tweeted it out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so all right, so spoilers. Here are the six pages. It opens up. It's a narrator's voice. You don't know who's narrating it, and he says. November 22nd, 1992. Or maybe the 23rd. That's not Kevin misquoting. That's exactly that's what the thing. I, actually, yeah, that's, that's, I actually knew what it was going to be as soon as that's that happened. Ex- that's but... exactly what it says. Uh, and that date, November 22nd, 1992, is the release of Death of Superman for people that do their homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just have this, you know, kind of like unreliable na- uh, narrator, as Jeff Johns pointed out, uh, who doesn't even know exactly what the date is. And it's just people are... Rioting. It opens, uh, like, the panel structure was, like, the same as the last page of Watchmen, um, where it's, like, zooming in, and then there's a big wide panel. This time it's zooming out, and it's zooming out of uh, 
you know, the the iconic sign that Rorschach would carry around out of costume as Kovacs mm. uh, in Watchmen that says the end is, is nigh. Uh, it's an end is here sign. And it pulls out and there's all these people riding. And then you realize they're riding outside of Adrian Veet's place, uh, his skyscraper, and they break in through the glass, uh, go up to his office. Um, you know, you get, like, news commentators talking about how he's wanted he, uh the most wanted man in he's America. the most wanted yeah, in the world in the world, oh, in the world. Yeah. yeah 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 because they want they want him to stand trial for the murder of like three million people or something like that yep um no one can find him no one knows where he is uh you know they should they show all these people riding they show uh like the fbi or cia or whoever like going up to uh russians this oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah yeah it was russian Russian to go to his yeah his bunker if you will yeah yeah yeah, yeah whatever that was called where um, they keep the where they kept the uh, the project if you will from the original yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, but yeah and then at the end of these six pages it cuts to a prison and there's a pri- hold on wait wait before you do that I need explanation before you say that part because yes. that's obviously the biggest part it when they break into his uh, his bunker they kick open a door and they find like a medical room. With, with a tumor. With, yeah, x-rays of a tumor. Is that implying that's Ozymandias? I think That's so. his tumor and... I think so, but we okay. don't know. We have, we have six okay. issues to go well, on. Well, he read all the text. I didn't know if it said anything. No, it, yeah. d- it doesn't address no. that. Okay, yeah, okay. So that's... I just wanted to... I, yeah, no, there's honestly... If I went back and looked at it again, I would probably catch things I didn't catch the first time. Of course, well, yeah. Because there's a lot going on. I think especially because the copies they handed out are just black and white. So. Yeah, and tiny. Yeah, so, so, it's, so it's easier for things to go missing. Yeah, it's... It's sm- yeah. yeah, it's smaller than an average comic book page. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm sure it's yeah, still, and, and it does black just and fine. But also, even like beyond the formatting of it, uh, I'm sure when it's full size and color, it's still going to be just super dense because there's a lot going on. And, and Jeff Johns talked about, uh, you know, kind of catching the reader up to speed and filling in on the kind of fictionalized alternative history of Watchmen. Yeah. Um, and ex- expanding on that. Um, but anyway, so at the, at the end of the six pages, uh, it cuts to a prison, and all of the guards are fleeing, and there's a prisoner locked up in his cell just screaming, please, please let me out. Like, like let me go too. Like, like get me out of here, you know? Uh, and, th- and then he reacts to someone who comes up to the cell. They don't show you who, and he just says, like, oh, like, oh shit, or like something. Well, yeah. He grabs his... To, to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, 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 like, I'll stay here. I'm well, good. Like, I'm good. Like, cause then, like, and then you just see, like, the... Like, I love that my favorite panel on there was just the keys on one finger with a, with the character in question. You still want out? And it yeah. was just like, yeah, yeah. nope, I'm good. Yeah, nope, nope. And then you flip the page to the final page of the six, and it's a huge panel of fucking Rorschach. Uh, standing in, back outside the grave. of it, yeah. yeah, in this prison. Uh, so, oh, well, yeah, back from the grave. You know, he might have never died. And right. huge, huge applause. When yes. was, oh when my god! Everyone, I obviously applauded, and then immediately after applauding, not quite in like any sort of emotional state, I was just like, "This is weird. <laughs> this, like, this feels weird." Oh yeah, it was. Um, I wasn't like questioning the comeback or anything like that. I was just like, "Why are we? Wait a minute." Like we're, we're not, not question. I thought everyone would question it. I thought everyone would be like, <gasps> I, I expected no, a gasp, no, but no, no everyone lost their shit. Yeah. Well, I love, I love that Jeff Johns was really excited. He's just like, we really didn't know. We were really excited. People were like cheering for that. We were just like, we didn't know. People were gonna be really pissed. Well, without an, if they never give an explanation, obviously. But he said it. Yeah. Every answer in the Q and A was 
Yeah, we explain that in the book. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, <laughs> thanks. A year from now, I'll know. Yeah. Freaking monthly bullshit. <laughs> Kevin's bitter. I can't do monthly. It was, it was a pretty wild panel, though, and I think the the free handouts were the best of any panel. Oh my goodness, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like you got a lot for your value. I mean, the fucking the pin is amazing. It's really nice. The quality, posters like look wonderful. The posters, yeah. If, if the posters are in good shape by the time I get them home, I'm probably going to frame them. And yeah, hang them if up. you've seen there's, the uh, There's one of images, Lex Luthor, yeah. one of Batman, and one of uh, the crowd of rioters. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen the promotional images, the Lex Luthor and Batman ones are super awesome. It's, it's Lex, Lex Luthor sitting in a chair and a hand on his shoulder with the uh, wrist gone. What, what is that? Just like it. a... There's a name for it, but whatever. Um, the, like, gold band... Showing, so you obviously assume it's Ozymandias, and then the Batman one is him in his cave with a, a light or a candle mm. reading the journal, Rorschach's journal. So yeah. that's freaking, oh my god, that's so <laughs> phenomenal. Like, those have to go on my wall. Yeah. Brandy doesn't let me put anything on the wall. Those have to go on the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, like, that was the end of yesterday. Well, I guess it wasn't the end for me, or it wasn't, it wasn't the end for you guys, it was the end for me, because yes. when we came back, uh, I watched Spider-Man until I passed out, because I only had, like, Three hours of sleep. Yeah, uh, you guys went to go have a drink with Bob. We learned. <laughs> we went the, down to the to the lobby, and we learned the coolest fact about John Bernthal. Oh, for Christ's sake! Time. We're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it because I just have yeah. to. I have to clarify one thing. I'm gonna clarify. This is Bob from Dryer as the narr- as the narrator. We don't know if he's a reliable narrator. But okay, sorry. yeah. Fuck you. Hold on. He's gonna tell his, and then I'm gonna say why I'm pointing it out. So just oh, just you, a quick lowdown. You want me to tell us? Yeah, just right. a quick lowdown. Uh, so we met up with my friend Bob. Uh, who writes for VR Scout and was there conducting some interviews for them. Um, we met for a drink after the con, and, you know, we're shooting the shit, and so uh, John Bernthal, the Punisher, comes up. Uh, and so Bob is also kind of like a local Saratoga legend. I'll say that, and he'll get embarrassed and laugh. Uh, but he is one of the front men from a band called Dryer. Uh you know, front people. One of the front people, yes. There's there's differing genders in the band. Yes. Uh, but one of the front people for the band Dryer, uh, who had some success back in the day, some indie success back in the 90s and such, and would play to a lot of Skidmore kids, and so I guess John Bernthal was a Skidmore kid. Yep. Uh, so my friend Bob was just saying that the Punisher would like come out to his shows and stuff, and he was like, "Oh yeah, total dick." Like he was, he, he was like, he is just those characters he plays. Like you see Shane from The Walking Dead, like that's just John Bernthal. Like he's just, he's just gonna fuck your girlfriend, you know? He's just gonna, that's like, just, that's like, just who he is. Yeah, he's, just, and he's probably gonna get her. Maybe it's your kid. I mean, look, but, look but, at his but, Wikipedia but maybe, picture. I mean, oh come wow, on. yeah, he does have a pretty douchey photo. That's that's. Uh, but I don't want to. That's Mister Steel. You know, I don't right want to say judgmental things about him on the air because I do believe that he could kill me. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and I do hope that he does. And this conversation. Yeah, I do believe that that he could. And apparently, he's well educated. Squeeze me until juice. He comes went to out. Harvard as well. After oh wow. Yeah, in Mar- Moscow Art Theater. Huh. He did some shit. Wow. But anyways, anyways. So, so he's a smart asshole, according to my friend Bob. <laughs> Again, I didn't say this. Bob Carlton did of Saratoga, New York. <laughs> so John, just uh, not, me, not me. Yeah, it's not me. It's it's all Bob. Uh, I I'm like, how much should I say? I think that's not good. anymore. I think that's no, good. I think we're good. No, I think that's good. Yeah. I I won't say the one thing that is really awful okay. that I, I guess happened, but you know, basically what I got is that he is a guy. 
I mean, I guess I don't really need to call him out. On no, no. So, so he he was the type of person. This isn't a negative. This is just a type of person who, at a rock show, at a local show, would purposely talk over the quiet songs. You know, yeah. You know, why pay attention to the music? Right, yeah, like, with like, my like a small show, maybe, like a crowd, maybe like two hundred. Yeah, he would just decide to keep talking at the bar. So that's like his style. But the reason why I wanted to bring that up because mid uh, mid talking about all this, it was brought up that. Oh man, when we tell Patrick, he's gonna totally blow this off and go. But he's the Punisher. No, I don't believe this. I don't want to hear it. And I, I don't believe it was this. Funny. He kills people on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not real. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And it was no, funny. It was no, funny no. to me. What I said was he was probably like nineteen twenty at that point. <laughs> but okay, and before we brought 18, up 19, before we brought up the story though, who knows if this guy's the most reliable source? It was just funny to me. I don't. I don't know. It's just like, it, exactly. It was just. It was happenstance that I'm, made me laugh. I mean, I liked it. look, the Punisher might be a dick, <laughs> and that's fine. I'll, I'll watch his show. He's the Punisher. I'll watch his show, dick. but you know, I'll just I I will admire uh, his acting and not his humanity. On to day three. <laughs> <laughs> On to day three. Uh, basically, I because oh yeah, because Kevin said before we Mills said before we got there. That we might have had the wrong badges. I can now confirm that's accurate because um, I, I like not sprinted because I don't do that, but I ran pretty fast at the Funko booth and you, I got you scooted. Yeah. Scooted. You scooted your your, your booty. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Um, you, you, you scooted your booty. Whatever. I like your booty, but sure. Um, but uh, but yeah. So yeah. like basically, you have to like. I had the reason I was doing it in the first place because normally I don't because the line's ludicrous. Um, but uh, I won the lottery to, like, go and buy pops. I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm not going to not do that. And um, so, like, I get there, and they're like, it's like, okay, yeah, just go, like, behind me. I'm like, and the guy, the way the guy was standing, I was like, oh, okay. So I just tried to duck under the rope and, like, just go to the thing. And he's like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what? And he's like, you see, I said go to behind me. I'm like, I am. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's just like, no, like, the line. I'm like, for crit, all right. And then, like, I was really hoping it wasn't the line that, like, led to the line, but it was. Um, but I did end up meeting these dudes, like, right beforehand. First one was named Sam. Um, I've forgotten his friend's names. One of them was wearing an NWO t-shirt. So, like, I started talking to them, and Sam was a really cool dude, and basically was just like, hey, would you mind, like, grabbing me these? I'll, I'll give you money, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, whatever, I'll come. Um, then, as I'm going through the line, this other guy comes in, like, are you getting the blue Batmobile? I'm like, No. And he's like, it's like, here. I'm just like, it's like, can you get it for me? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, like, the last person who, he literally, I was pretty sure if I'd said no, he was going to stab me. So I was like, okay, fine, fuck it. Yeah, sure. Uh, he gave me 50 bucks. Um, and so I'm going through the line. And then at that point, I kind of got to the point where I'm just like, you know what? Next person, just people can just fuck the fuck off. Basically, like, at the outside of the line. I'm just going to keep their money. Well, no, no, no. I was gonna, I was gonna do whatever, but it was like at the outskirts of the line. You said people, who, it's like fucking Wall Street. People were just like, it's like, it's like, oh, you get this one? Can you? Even do it? I was like, fuck off. Like, I was just like, I'm especially tired of keeping track of what ones other people want, and they're gonna give me money for. If you didn't get in this fucking line, that's your own fucking problem. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't give a shit anymore. Like, I've already, I've already, I've secured spots for people that I don't know already. Like, mm-hmm. that, that, that's full up. Um, so, like, they give you a sheet with, like, what, like, which ones are available or whatever on there. You mark which ones you want. Like the way Marvel did the shirts and whatnot. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, I 
Mercs, the ones that I wanted, the Mercs, the ones other people wanted. I ended up getting all I wanted except for I wanted the Dragon Zord, which they didn't tell me they didn't have, which was upsetting. But, like, I didn't know until I got my bag away. I'm like, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, they did tell me they didn't have the GMs gun, which I didn't expect them to. They only had 500 of them. I figured that was probably gone oh, on the first wow. day. Yeah. Oh, without that. Um, at best, the next morning. Um, but, yeah. Um, gave the ones to Sam. Gave the ones to the other people, whatever. Um, and then ended up I was going to try to find you. I asked Kevin where you were. I tried to find you. I couldn't find you. Tried to FaceTime Kevin. I have Kevin. Let me finish what I was saying. Uh, I was hoping that I would get a picture of where he was. But it said Kevin's outside smoking with his face like an inch and a half from the FaceTime. Well, right, well, Let me finish what I'm saying. No, 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 no. So I was just like, fuck this. And I was just like, I'm just going to go downstairs. Well, that week, cause the other lottery I won. Let's retell the whole morning in I would our say, perspective in a minute. Okay. Uh, the, I also won... Uh, well, I guess technically, I mean, it was Kevin's name, but I entered Kevin. Um, a lottery for the tick panel. Oh, yeah. Or, sorry, the tick um, signing. We'd missed the panel, but um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go down and do that because, I mean, other than just running around trying to find them all day, I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking get this done at the very least and then figure shit out from there. So it was like, get downstairs, go to the uh, tick signing. First fucking thing when I get down there is this fucking guy who's like, hey, could you forward me the email? So, like, I was, I was like, fuck off. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, I'll give you ten bucks. I'm like, I don't know how else I can say fuck off to you, man. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm just like, I'm clearly here for a reason. Like, I'm not just going to hand you my spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get in line, um, whatever, uh, get to the front of the line, and I, I was just like, the whole time, I was just like, I was planning on saying something like Shaun of the Dead referencing to Peter Serafinowicz, I was just like, I even told him when I got there, I'm like, I was planning on greeting you with a Sean on the Dead reference, and then I realized everything is really offensive out of context, and you'd probably be really, really upset. And he was like, what were you going to say? And I was like, either the Pete, or like, oi, prick. And he was just like, and he's just like, that's really funny, actually. And he wrote that on my thing when he signed it, on my poster. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. And then he talked about like my tattoos, he liked whatever. I was like, okay, cool. Um, then I was like on to Arthur, and he was basically talking about my tattoos, and like, he was drawing stuff, and you know, we were kind of talking about that. Uh, then it was, um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but Arthur's sister, uh, who I had actually mentioned that I remembered her from Rock of Mars, and she was, like, astonished by She was just like, holy shit, like, you remember that? I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, it's my, like, one of my favorite shows ever. And she was like, I'm so glad you recognized me from that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't I? Like, it's one of my favorite shows ever. But yeah, then, like, from there, it's Jackie O'Haley, and I told him, I was just like, I was going to greet you in the Rorschach voice, but it hurts a lot, so God bless you for, like, doing that for three months, whatever. He's just, yeah, yeah, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot. I'm like, I know, buddy, I know. And then sadly, I didn't really know what to say to anybody else in the lines, but I just had them sign things. And then kind of jumped out of that, and then I saw, I was right outside of 1A06. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll just get in this line for, because that was the panel for... Uh, DC Spotlight. Was, yeah, on Batman. Um, so then I got to that line, which then you guys eventually showed up, but you showed up and you, again, you guys pick and choose which things you're going to like. It was like, you wouldn't join me in line nope. the day before, but this one so you were like, let's stop okay, Patrick right here. Patrick's done because yeah. we're going to retell the morning from our perspective and then I will justify the jumping line thing. So I'll start and then you take over for the lost okay, part yeah. right. and then we'll, mm-hmm. okay, so morning starts, uh, you get into the front. If you've ever been to New York Comic Con at the Yavit Center. Yeah, and uh, you you funnel well, Jacob in. Jacob K. Javits Convention Center. <laughs> if you're Jacob looking, if you're looking at it from the street, you enter from the right hand side, uh, and they go through your bags and all that fun stuff. And 
in typical New York City Comic Con Patrick Bartlett fashion, he's a dozen people in front of me and Kevin. So I was like, all right, cool. We'll do the thing we did have done the last two mornings, and we'll meet up yeah, in maybe right that's there. What we should say. Patrick is, a, is an ass-hauler. An ass-hauler. That's a good name. That's a good name. He, yeah. if, he, if he has somewhere he wants to be, he, he's going to get in there. In fact, I move quickly regardless. Yeah, you're going to get there. Any, no, anywhere That's above average, though. Comic-Con's above average, because yeah. I've walked malls but, but, with but, but, but there's no communication, hey, I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah, so, <laughs> which, to be fair, though, I actually... It he was tells ha- me I to! Was, I was happy about, because on the... You told me can to! I fi- we gave you your moments, sir. <laughs> so, uh, like, last year and stuff... Tell the truth, though, say you told, the, I, you told me I'm to. I'm getting there, sir. <laughs> Yeah, last year Patrick was very like, um, you know, he'd grab my my uh, backpack so that I wouldn't get lost because if we got separated, you know, he could barely see me under all these people and stuff. So it was nice this year with he three... just grabbed you and picked you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this year with three people, it was a little nicer. Dirty so, dancing style. Uh, it got to the point where if one of us had to go to the bathroom, or whatever, it was like, yeah, just go do your thing. So I was like, Patrick, just go there and we'll yeah. meet you there. Cool. That'll be that'll just be easier than staring and getting in each other's yeah. way. Well, so we also have a, a group text. Yeah, set we've up. got the three of us going so, on. So we're, yeah, so so if we do go off and do our own thing, we have a way of communicating. Yes, and when we got in, we noticed Patrick wasn't there, and we started speculating he must have just tailed it. Yeah. So we're like, we we spent just a few minutes going, should we? Should we not? And we decided to walk towards the Funko line. How we weren't able to see you when we got there, right. I don't know. Right. Well, we had also texted you. Yes. Oh, that was the big thing. We texted you immediately after walking in the front gates and didn't get a text for over an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, the last thing is, like, uh, I didn't honestly look at my phone. Like, that thing is, like... You, I, you, had, you had tunnel vision. Well, well, so you, what, you had Funko vision. You had Funko vision. Well, I guess, <laughs> you had Funko like, vision. Because what happened was, I already, as I mentioned, like, I was uh-huh. just, like, I ended up meeting Sam and his friends, and they say, like, just his friends kind of went off into their own thing. But, like, Sam and I had seven comments. We were kind of talking about, like, stuff we liked. And um, so he and he was, he was just, he told me, just, like, um, I'm going to stay with you for as long as I can. And then I'll just, That's like, sweet. meet you in their end. That's awesome. And I was like, okay, rock on. Um, so we were talking, whatever. So I, um, and then, I, as I said, like, as soon as I get through the line, I start getting in the line is when I start getting in with people who were just like, hey, can you get me this one? Blah, and you blah, just, blah. like, shut them off. And exactly. I was just like, so I was just like, I wouldn't even pay attention to my phone because I'm just, like, trying to, like, at first I was just like, trying to, like, mm. indulge people. I'm just like, yeah. all right, yeah. whatever. I'm not getting this anyway. And then, like, before I just snapped and was just like, you know what? Fuck off. Like, I'm tired of this. Um, That's when I looked at my phone. All right, so here's my last two minutes before Kevin Cardinal takes over. Okay. So we don't hear from him. We go, we walk through all the punk, and we we do a a Funko. We do a full circle of the Funko thing, and we didn't see you. I don't know how. We just didn't. So we're like, all right, fuck it. We're going to walk around. So we'll hear from him when we hear from him. So we're walking around. We actually run into two of Patrick's friends that were here. Um, two ladies, who's Shelby and Cameron. Cameron. Um, we're chit-chatting with them, and me and uh, Kevin are talking the whole time about what could it be, where could he be, what's going on. Yeah, we were really so worried. So my thought was at one we're point... Worried. Yeah, yeah, I legitimate like concern, because honestly, in my mind, what had happened was either A, we had lost each other, so Patrick Rage had kept him outside trying to keep himself calm because he couldn't find us. That was A. Like, you wouldn't look at your phone. You were instead just getting pissed with... Because you're, you're, you're you. And, uh, and, and I was like, oh, God, he's just... When we do finally meet up with him, it's just going to be haymakers because he's going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second thought was you started cursing at someone and got kicked out. And you were so <laughs> and, angry and, that you wouldn't that, say and anything. And that... I, I wasn't like... Oh my god! I think that's definitely what happened. But I was like, "That's a likely possible." That, that could have ha- he could have that gotten a- so pissed he said some words and got and kicked out. I imagine two large security guards carrying you out off the premises. <laughs> it would take at least three motherfuckers. One, one <laughs> on each arm. I don't think so because because then you would be like, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. Eventually, you would just 
you I would hyperventilate. You would hyperventilate and just go down. You would be exhausted. trying to explain to these <laughs> so, these hardworking gentlemen that you are a paying customer and that you have things to see. Yeah. So what was an, a good plan, admittedly, <laughs> was incredibly concerning after the first 30 minutes not concerning next 30 we're getting there last 30 okay we need to find out what happened to patrick yeah. so that's and now so we finally hear from him you go okay um so we had worked our way over to some of the comic booths yeah, that we had which missed. you found my favorite find of the entire, besides my per- yeah. oh, besides my <laughs> Bendis book that I totally oh, found, you I, found the best I, thing. I purchased of the, the complete set of Marvel Apes, which is exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. It's just the Avengers is apes. <laughs> which is something that I told you about. I can't remember if we did it on the podcast, but I told you about that in yeah. life. Well, and, and, like, and, and also, was- and, and also, well, there's a couple things I really like about the front cover of. I've got of, one of, major of, problem of with one. it. Well, so one is that Iron Man has a tail. Uh, Spider Man, I thought had the tail. Um, I would grab. I think it might Anyways, be Iron Man. But, yes, but yeah, he has so, so Iron Man has a tail. Abe's don't have tails, and also problem one. Uh, but I don't even know problem two is a problem as much as a crowd. I have a slight problem is with it. Luke Cage as an, as an <laughs> ape, but they do seventies Luke Cage with like the with open Ciara. fluffy shirt, <laughs> and they and put it on a baboon. Like okay, so Luke- I thought it was a mandrel. I could be wrong. I think it is a mandrel. Yeah. A mandrel. Yeah. It's a fucking ape. What do you it want? It was very yeah, yeah. baboon esque to me. So regardless, they are kind of baboony, but they're much larger. Okay, and they're not. Well, that's the thing is, Luke Cage is is a silverback, like Luke fucking Cage. Like he's not a wiry ape. He's or like looking monkey thing because it's very thin. Like the monkey they chose is very thin. Well, it's get really racist. Well, it's already come up. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm excited to read Marvel. It's gonna Lakes. be great. It's gonna be great. Um, so then I stepped outside for a little bit, and while I was outside... Well, we had texted Patrick before, because we were finally in correspondence. We had found Patrick, finally. Mm-hmm. We went back to the Funko line again and saw him. Uh, made visual confirmation. Made, made, well, we got, a, we got a visual ID, and, we, and he was too deep into this line. Yeah. Because this line just wraps around and around and around the booth. He was too deep in the maze to really have any verbal contact, so we texted him. Uh, really, by which I mean we just sent him photos of, of himself. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. That I did that creepy. all day long. It was wonderful. No, you're it at, wasn't. Well, you were asking where we were, uh, and and we told you. Uh, I told you. Uh, but, uh, but no, so I step outside, and this is after sending a text, though, where we're like, hey, we're, like, we're over by this booth. We're in aisle 2,500 yep. or, or something like yep, that. 2,500. You know? Come meet us. Um, and then I said to Mills, I was like, I'm going to go step outside, so just like stay here. Yeah, I, I looked and, by and every escalator I could find. I said, I'm just going to look I at these find you We literally gave you a number. You said to look no, up. I looked. I looked so up. I couldn't find you. I, there's I'm, only one escalator. I'm not going to I'm not gonna start disrespecting either party here. I said We said in aisle 2500 in front of the escalators. So the escalators are here. I'm standing on the concrete pad in front of them, staring at the sign. Like, the whole right. aisle well, was open to me. Well, the entire thing right. was right there. Well, so... I, I want to touch on the FaceTime issue. Okay, this was this was what I wanted you to get. Because okay, yes. So I stepped outside to call my sister because uh, my sister has just had a, a baby a couple days ago. And Congratulations! I was, and, ah. and I was going to go pop over to Brooklyn to, to to see the baby, which which I did later today, um, a little bit ago. Uh, and so, anyways, um, I go outside and I'm calling my sister. The phone is ringing, and then I get a, a FaceTime call from Patrick. And apparently when you get a FaceTime call and you're already dialing a call, it interrupts the dialing. That's why he was yeah. getting... Yeah, so I was like, fuck, like, I'll just call, like touch base with Patrick after I get this call out of the way. So I go to decline and I call my sister again, it's ringing, and then I get another <laughs> fucking FaceTime call. 
I cancel all that one. I call her again. I get a third fucking FaceTime call. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay, what? So I open it, and this is not the first time Patrick has tried to FaceTime me at Con, and it doesn't work, because I can't hear a goddamn word you're saying, because there's so much peripheral noise. Well, that's what I was trying to see. I was trying to get a visual of what was happening. But if... Yeah, oh my God. But I mean, I I could text you and tell you exactly where I am. We tried that. It didn't work out. Rather than you, but... All you have to do is know how to count. No, no. Don't even have to know how to count. Just... Banners right there. You don't have to count your way down. You yeah. just look at the banner. Yeah, we gave you an exact. That's it's that's the same thing as when we went to meet your friend Shelby. And, it was and not quite that, that bad. It was but kind yes. of the same thing where we we're like, hey, we're at thirty third and Broadway or where the fuck we were at, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were like, I don't know where that is. And then I just we literally just gave you an address. How do you not know where that is? Um, no, it's not that I didn't know where it was. I went. To there, I did not see Were you. Were you up on the show floor side or down on the main? I can't remember oh, Okay, now. well, irrelevant. That was one of my concerns of mine, was that you were down in the main entrance area. But we I, were I don't think you would know to look for the aisle. Like the, I feel well, because like he, like he, he, he said he went to every escalator, so I picture okay. him walking by every escalator down there. Oh, okay, not, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to looking for an aisle, yeah, just yeah, walking yeah. by escalators. Yeah, because you're that, at the top. You're the best chance is that's what happened, because I stood, leaned against the pillar... And just stared towards where the Funko line was, and then I would look down now twenty five hundred. I was just going like this and this. So my guess is you were down here. It, it, it had to have been. It had to have been. But, but yeah. Uh, so then I got my tick shit. We got into the uh, one eight. Uh, you, yeah. So go go ahead. Okay. To explain the hypocrisy. So to me. there curious. is no hypocrisy here. It is very basic logic. Patrick wanted us to in, for the what panel was that uh, on Thursday. I don't fucking for the, the... Or Friday, sorry. Oh, on, th- on, on Friday. On Friday, yeah. What panel was for that? Probably metal, then. Um, it, I'm not sure what you're thinking of. The, it was the AT&T main stage where me and you were way back here and Patrick was in the big-ass oh, stanchion. I think that was for Doomsday Clock. Oh, or no, it was for uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, okay. okay yeah. So for Gotham by Gaslight, this is what had happened, and this is the new scenario. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Patrick's in, about in the middle, I would say. Roughly in the middle. And we are... Really far back. Yeah, at least back. Right, well, at least eighty percent. For context, though, the first time we went into that auditorium for the Dirk Gently thing, uh, we had this plan where, we, granted, we were all lined together, but then we go and Patrick was gonna use his uh, freakishly long legs to run to the front of the room, yeah. and secure good seats, and then use his freakishly large and imposing arms. To hold the seats. To hold these seats, because yeah. no one wants to fuck with a ten-foot-tall well, dude with tattoos. And even then, those people at con... With guns on his t-shirt. People at con are not fighting over... <laughs> <laughs> people at con are not fighting over seats like I, for some reason, thought they did last year. Like, people were like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. holding seats? Cool. Yeah, no, people, no people, I think, are very respectful this year. I think especially, like, even when you do cut in line, kind of yeah. like to be with your friend, yeah. I, I think people are just like, well, we got tapped in, so, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, it's the same know? thing. So, yeah. so, in that scenario... Patrick was at least a thousand people ahead of us because three thousand people fit in that auditorium. He was middle. We were pretty I was far back. Pretty close to the front. Yeah, you were doing good. So at least a thousand people, we would have just walked right either through or around, staring at them. And there's oh yeah, actually, I see you're going with this now. And actually, the thing that he's complaining about is actually the exact opposite of what you're complaining about. Yes, but he's calling it. So so let me finish. Uh-huh. So he's standing up there. He says, come be with me or, you know, whatever. I'm like, dude, just get the seats and... and That's y- not what you said. Your exact words were... <laughs> oh, I mean, I oh look it up. well, yeah, but... I was like... Huh. Right. <laughs> I said, I, I, I feel like an it asshole. It doesn't matter. That was what you said. It doesn't matter the exact word. Patrick is now scrolling through, like, two days worth of text messages. So Patrick's up there. I don't want to walk by all these people because it's... In my mind, 
it's walking beside a thousand people with my middle fingers up, like, well, look well, at me, well, go to my well, spot. Well, basically what you're saying is just to have Patrick get the seeds like he did last time. Exactly. And he'll, and he'll it's, the context is different, though, because instead us. of being beside us and sprinting, he's already up in front of us with the head start. Yeah, so it might take us like an extra minute to get So to it'll take us an extra minute to get to the seats, which no And li- like, literally like an extra minute. So today, for the um, uh, DC Spotlight, I think is the one... Uh, I'm I walking. Your exact words were, I was, I'm above that, man. Yeah. I'm a, oh, because the person just did it. You're like, someone just did it. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not doing what that person just yeah. did. I'm above right. that person. Well, no. Well, but, but okay. I thought you were talking about really securing the seats because Patrick did no. not want to secure no, the seats. No. Yeah. The securing the seat thing, <laughs> uh, I never had a problem with at all because it happened whether he was next to us and just got there first right. or already ahead of us. It's the same. Right. So but, okay. uh, for the DC Spotlight one, I'm walking through the, because I was going to go through the main corridor and find him eventually. Uh, I happened to see Edwin and uh, uh, my buddy Doug, mm-hmm. and there was fucking a five-person gap between them and the people in front of them. Just open, open space. I was like, why is no one here? So I was like, what up, Edwin? I was like, oh, I see Patrick. You were just right, you know, over the edge. And he's like, just stand with us. We'll get a seat for him like like we did yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, there's no one here. Okay. And I slid in. I didn't go in front of, like, I, I wasn't walking past people making a knowing thing like, hey, I'm getting in front of you motherfuckers. I'm getting this. I'm doing this. No, it was just, I'm right here and there's open space. It's, com- it is not even close to the same. Whatever sleep at night. It's, it's not it's, even I mean, close to the same thing. Whatever else you sleep at night. It's that's not. fine. I mean, you can it, say that till the end of time. Oh, I will. That's but fine. it's not I mean, even close uh, to the same scenario. Of course not. I mean, I mean that's the way hypocrisy works. Yeah. It was much more casual. It's, it's, yeah. It's just a thousand times more casual. I mean, again, that's exactly how hypocrisy works. Like, oh yeah, no, no, no it's totally fine. I mean, like, like the pigs in the animal form. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like they, they can totally it's break the rules, right? Yeah, it's fine. No, it's totally fine. First off, don't talk about breaking rules when that's. All you wanted to do. And I'm we, not, I have no problem with breaking And we rules. tried to stop you, but this was this was. Are you inconveniencing people? Yeah or nay? And in this scenario, we weren't, and in the other one, we were, because mm. it was. They kept doing get closer, get closer, get closer. So at that time for that yeah, panel, we, we literally would have been, been pushing, pushing people again, yeah. as opposed to just oh, there's no there's no inconvenience. We're not. No, there were, literally was tons of room. Like next, to, literally in front of me, there was tons of room that I basically waited for you guys to show up. I'd I bolt my back. I'm out. not going to deny that because you are good at holding space, but you also stand crazy close it, to people in order to get the next also, spot. So it I'm was gonna, also a weirder situation where to get to where you were in that line, we would have to go into space for like it's you're not allowed. They kept telling people don't go over. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Because it was a it was an empty queue line for a panel that like already. Happened, yes. You know what I mean. So there were the stanchions. We were herded like animals. Yeah, where, and they were like, "Don't go out of whereas here." Whereas in the other situation, uh, the guardrail extended to just the normal. Okay, this is area. literally shit that nobody cares about. So go ahead to well, the no, DC Entertainment okay, Batman yeah. thing. Isn't everything we talk about and stuff nobody cares about? I'm just well, saying, like in the grand true, scheme true. scheme of things, are should we, we just stop this? Aren't then? we all Would you just rather just uh, I'm stop it. Oh, okay. Uh, we can keep going for a little bit, though. <laughs> I mean, I, I might cut all of this, so just go. That's fair. Thank merciful God. Uh, don't cut any of it. No, uh, by all of it, I mean like the whole podcast. Oh, no. Yeah. But, I mean, you know. But, but, okay. well, just, I like the idea of recording you as if this is going to go on the internet. It's not. Remember earlier when I was practicing my... Yeah, I know. I did it pretty good. Indeed. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, so then we get into the DC Spotlight Batman panel, which yeah. had your guys are gonna have to name them because I Tom King, boom. James Tynan, Scott Snyder, Cully Hamner. I can't remember the new writer uh, that's co-writing the Signal with Scott Snyder. Uh, I know he has the same first name as me. I can't remember his last name. Yeah. Uh, Sean Murphy, uh, Marguerite Bennett. Yep, and that was it. 
Yeah, I think that was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the Batman writers. And they went through just mostly new stuff, mm-hmm. but just, I mean, everything Batman. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's DC exactly. Spotlight Batman. Batman. What, yeah. do you, what, do yeah. you, what do you expect to get out of that panel? Mm-hmm. Basically, Scott Snyder talking for 30 minutes, telling you how much he loves everybody for reading his book, and then everyone else going, yeah, Batman was fun to write. Mm-hmm. Like, that, yeah, I mean, yeah, not yeah. to super sum it up, you can expand on it, but that's what I got out of it. Was well, just, I mean, I was just telling us what's coming up. Yes. Uh, the, the Batgirl story actually sounds awesome. Or Batwoman. Batwoman, yeah. Batwoman sorry. Is, what's the difference? And like um, Kate, uh, Kate Kane versus uh, Barbara, Barbara Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. And but she's still Bat Family. Like she's still yeah. okay. Right. Just and, less... and, she, and she's supposed to be a bit older. Than okay, Batgirl she leads too. the Detective Comics team. Well, too. her story yeah. seemed awesome. Uh, what was the story where um, Batman and Catwoman get engaged or some shit? That's what's been going on in. That's the current uh, Tom, Tom King, Tom King yeah. one. Yeah, just Batman. The current oh, okay. Batman it's just too, the, that just okay. the Batman title. That's good. It's, it's been going on since his first arc. So yeah, the beginning of War's Dukes and Riddles had him like right before it had him proposing, and then the end of the war had her saying yes. Okay, and accepting the end of the Joker uh, Riddler War. Yeah. Okay. Where Dukes Which Dukes. I yeah, I want to read that. Um, and then there was one other thing. Uh, what was that guy's name? Tony? No. Yeah. Is that not the one with Tony? Tony Daniel's a different one. That was Matthew okay. Fox. That was a different one. Yeah. Uh, Tiny was doing um, the TMNT Batman Crossover. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. And then Sean Murphy with White Knight. White Knight with... uh, The new one that's coming out. Last night's the one he's doing. It's the last Scott Center Batman story. Okay. God damn it, there's so... So what, there's five Batman stories going on at once? I mean... I mean, there's a lot of Batman titles. You yeah, know? just that. Okay. I mean, think about it. I mean, there's Batman, there's Detective Comics, there's... Is there a Batman Robin book right now? There I don't think so. Be. There's Batwoman, there's... Batwoman, there's going to be Batman the Signal. Um, there's, um... All-Star Batman. Batman. Yep. Uh, Fuck. The whole thing with Batman White Knight. Um, Dark Knights. Um, Dark Knight 3, like, just wrapped up. Yep. Um, and Batman TMNT. Yeah. And so, what so, of so, these so, are so, affected so, by metal? Um, Batman. Yeah, but just, I, just, I mean, yeah, because a lot of those don't share continuity. Okay. Yeah. They're just for the fun of writing more Batman. They're yeah. just like, hey, here's a cool uh, yeah, line exactly. we're going to do. Okay. Okay. I'm starting to understand it. What? So, the one where they get engaged, the where Batman and... That's just Batman. part, yeah, just part of the, the Rebirth Batman title. Okay, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. That's the, not main, that's, but that's, that's the, the, long, main, the longest... That's the main book. Okay. Because yeah. he that's was talking about 100 pages... All these other ones, hundred issues, hundred issues. Sorry, all these other ones aren't like that's, one-offs that's or nothing. But that's, that's that's the title that Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo were doing. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's, I'm up. Yeah. I'm up to speed. So yeah, that's what that was. Um, tons of people talking about tons of Batman, and it was it was pretty. It was excellent. It didn't have a ton to show us. Um, it was more insight into the creators than the work. I would say. Yeah. Myself. But I mean, I mean, yeah. which was cool. I, I, yeah. I mean, it was, really like with the panels. Like to me, it's it's just like seeing a live podcast. I'm like, I just want to hear people. I love for doing this one thing, talk about that one thing. Yeah. You know? Definitely. But yeah, and then from there... I know we ended up at Masterclass, but there's something in the middle that I'm forgetting. Yeah, there is something. Well, uh, so after... Um, oh, went up to see Kevin Smith. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That's yes. what it was. Yeah, we, we walked up to the, the show floor and went to the live stage to see Kevin Smith do IMDb Live. Um, and he interviewed 
a myriad of people. DMC. Well, so it's funny because at the end of the Batman panel, uh, they announced like, oh, like, we're, yes, like, Scott's we're, like, leave. we're, we're going to do the Q&A, but Scott, actually, I'm, I'm being told you have somewhere else to be like you to go. And, and he didn't seem to know. He was like, what? Like, where am I going? Like, what? Yeah. Uh, and the security guard came up and like rushed him off the stage. Uh, and then we basically but, arrived and, and where then, he yeah, was. Yeah. And so, so we walk all the way across. We walk out of uh, that um, convention hall and we go up the escalator and then up another escalator up to the show floor um, to the top level and we go all the way to the back and to the left and that's where the live stage is. Uh, so literally like the exact opposite corner and, and bottom to top floor of this building. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin Smith is already like mid-interview with Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo where it's like I mean, like, no, we like, got there. Like, we, we literally right just started. Over. Like, right. We got well, there, right, right. But, but it was funny because it was, it was like, it seemed like he'd already been there. Yeah, it was, mid-co- we, it was mid-question, like mid-conversation yeah, it, ex- of Exactly, part. yeah. It seemed like they, they were already into it. It's like we had just seen him like, like yeah. two minutes ago, you know? Yeah, and then it went to the director of the, uh, <clears throat> the William Morton Marsden biopic movie. Uh, Professor Marsden and The Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman, which I, I want to see. It looks good. No, I, I've wanted to see it for a while. It looks really interesting. Yeah, um... And then... The cast of The Tick came out. Yep. And then DMC. And, and then, then DMC pieced. came out, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Who was going on after DMC, did we uh, see? Walking Dead. Oh, was it? It oh, was yeah. Jesus, Dwight, and... Yeah. I wanted to see Joe Casada too, because he was also scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um, he might have already happened, though, because that whole thing started at 2. Good one. Um, but yeah, at that point, I was like, yeah, let's just move on. Yeah. You know? Because we, we were there for a good bit. We were there for like an hour. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then we were in downstairs with the master class, where it was... Uh, Frank Miller, um, Jim Lee, um, Tony Daniel, uh, Scott Steiner. No, no, Scott Steiner wasn't there. Never mind. Uh, John Romita. Um, what the fuck am I reading? Oh, uh, Andy Kubert. Mm-hmm. And... Did you say Frank Miller already? Yeah, that was the first <laughs> one I said. J.R. J.R.? I said J.R. J.R. Um, I think I'm forgetting about that. Greg Capullo? Oh, Greg Capullo. Yeah. I forgot, yes. Because I said Scott Steiner and I was... Okay, yeah. Um, but that was really cool. Cause Every, that was just, everyone who matters. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, that, yeah, that was really cool. Even though it pissed me off to no end that, like, J.R.J.R. J.R. kept, talk, like, shit-talking Marvel. Because I was just like... I liked it. Your dad's the most, like, one of the most legendary yeah, well, Marvel no, artists well, ever. Well, like, no, no, because at one point I turned to Mills. Because, uh, so, John Romero Jr. made a comment about how, like, I used to think Spider-Man was my favorite superhero. Or I, I used no, to no, no, his exact words were... The best. I, I used to think Spider-Man... I, yeah. yeah, I used to think Spider-Man was the greatest superhero, but now I realize Batman and Superman are the greatest superheroes. And I turned to Kevin Mills, just because I know he's not going to fully understand the full weight of that, being a little bit newer to it than we are. And uh, he was like, ah, I know what you're going to say, I know what you're going to say, like, you think I was just going to defend Spider-Man. And I was like, no, no. He, that guy drew the Spider-Man run I just told you to buy. So mm-hmm. he drew what I think is the best Spider-Man. But what I forgot to mention is also that his father was the second person yeah. to ever draw Spider-Man. My fucking uh, tattoo is John Romita yeah, yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, uh, I mean, because, like, the original Spider-Man run was uh, Stan Lee and Steve Ditko co-created the character together. And mm-hmm. Steve Ditko drew the first 33 issues, I think. Mm-hmm. 38, maybe. Something around there. And then John Romita Jr. came on and he drew the next, like, 100 issues, like, into the 70s. Holy shit. Uh, so he's kind of, like, one of the two granddads as far as pencilers go for, yeah. for Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Which why? Yeah. I mean, it, it, just, well, it rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Well, so let's, let's just play devil's advocate here for a minute. A, 
Like, I'm not he, saying he, under Axel doesn't hold suck. On. I mean, he can say what he wants. I, I, I think it's all just in jest. Hold on. I, I, think I, don't, I don't... Hold on. I think we're taking hey, it pretty whoa, seriously. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just say... It's like just, the distinguished competition. You know? Yes. Yeah, that's different, though. Like, that's something where it just, like, it, it felt like... Whenever they would do that kind of shit, it was kind of like whatever about it. Like, that just felt fucking malicious to me, and it pissed me off. So, like, first I, off... I feel like Let me get this out the way. I'm just being devil's advocate here. A, he went on on again about how he's his own man, don't call him his father's son yet. Not in disrespect to his dad, just in my work I want to stand alone. So maybe he feels like, like you said, he's the second Spider-Man, your favorite, but the second uh, of those to write Spider-Man. His dad is your tattoo, like he's like, I don't want to be that. So maybe there's feelings resent there. B, you don't know what his work relationship was like there, because he said it only took a minute of talking to, to Dio to be like, yeah, I want to work at DC, allegedly. Um, maybe his work, the work environment was hostile for him, and he's happy to leave it. In no, I'm case, not saying Axel doesn't suck. It's not a thing I'm not saying. Well, so, like, when you left, you know, say, yeah, whatever I mean, job, yeah. and you're like, fuck that job. Like, me leaving Best Buy and how much I hate Dan Lindemann, he might have some sort of statement there. So Marvel as a company is not necessarily who he's trying to attack. He's just being like, my experience was shit. I'm really happy to be here now. So you can't. You gotta take. I, I, I honestly don't even think it was that. I think he was just like kind of taking the piss of it. Well, you have a bunch of DC fans in the. Yeah. I mean, you have and, comic and, and, fans, and to be but... fair, there was a lot of Marvel content at that panel. Oh yeah. For a DC Masterclass panel, they were very respectful of the, the idea of like, hey, some of us grew up liking Marvel, and some of us they talked about m- made our names up. Yeah, they talked about Frank Miller you know? and like what he's yeah, done in Lee. general and Jim Lee and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot Frank of Marvel Capullo, talk. So. Like a lot of these guys would yeah. be nothing. And you could tell Marvel. he was the. Um, he was the loud one. He was the, I'll make a quick, not necessarily like a uh, punchline, but I'll make a quick like statement that'll make everyone go, ha, ha, ha. So it could have been completely in jest. I mean, we rip on, literally 90% of this trip has been us disrespecting each other so that one of the other one will laugh. Yeah. Oh, That's I, literally I, been half. I, I haven't been kidding. Except Kevin. And uh, yeah, I've been dead serious. It's uh, like, that's, that's fucking how communication works, apparently, in that sort of situation. So... You know, whether it was me and Kevin fighting and you it's laughing. How boys do it. Yeah, you know, well, if me and you were fighting him, you know, a few hours ago, and Kevin or Patrick sitting here laughing his face off, or me, yeah, I'm ripping yeah. on Patrick, and you do a quick little, like, giggle, like, maybe that's what that was. I, There's whatever, nothing wrong I, with it. I, I, I'm, all I can say is it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I, I don't give a yeah. shit. I'm just saying it pissed me off. But that's, well, that's me. I, I'm yeah, saying well. it's unjust. But I can't be, I'm not you. I mean, so I'm not going to tell I, you how to live your life. I doubt he's totally, like, Fuck it, you know? Yeah. I mean, he still drew, not just his Spider-Man run, I mean, well, like... I'm assuming I mean, done a ton. He, he, he drew some Wolverine. of the best stuff from the 90s and 2000s, you know? And just in general. At, at Marvel. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's and his dad drew some of the best stuff of the 60s and 70s. I agree. That's what I'm saying. It well, he wasn't insulting his dad at all. Yeah, fuck you, dad. <laughs> if you took it that way, you're interpreting someone else's words the way they... Yeah, Probably Probably I'm not interpreting it anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm interpreting it as like this guy can say whatever he wants because he drew some of the best. Comments but Point Remains, out. there was six amazing people on stage talking about yeah. what six it means. legends. Yeah, what it means to be a comic book writer and, and an Frank Miller. It makes my third year in a row I've seen Frank Miller. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, and he and looked I, more lively this year. I think than last no, year. I think like you can hear in his voice. I think he is doing well. I mean, like, last year he was a little raspy. I mean, he's got the posture, but last year he was a little raspy and he kept his head. Not down, but kind of like, I'm not going to pick it up to you guys. I'm going to just talk in the mic. This year, he was relatively lively. I mean, he was freaking having a good time, wanting to get words in all the time. He was like, I just want to keep talking. And yet, I'd never seen Jim Lee before, like in real life. Mm. I think it's funny. Actually, I've now seen Jim Lee and Jeff Johnson the same weekend. And like, they're the two, like, 
big wigs in fucking yeah, DC yeah. now, and along with Dan DiDio. So I've basically seen the entire upper echelon of DC in one place yeah, at one time. Yeah, it was a very uh, DC-heavy con. Mm-hmm. For us especially, yeah. I mean, yeah. we could have tried to fit in Marvel, but the good stuff was all DC. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know if we weren't there. <laughs> well, as far as good stuff in our opinion of, like, I would rather go to this panel than this one. Yeah. Like, we all chose to do uh, there was spotlight a spotlight over the yeah. Marvel's Spider-Man one. Yeah, we well, all chose that. There was a lot of legacy stuff that we sat out on. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it would be cool to see legacy. And, like, I don't know. like. Well, and there was, like, seven or eight DC setups for Justice League, yeah. for Wonder Woman, for like, whatever. I, I probably have more Marvel characters that I like per capita than DC. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like both companies so much. It's so hard for me to be like, one or the other yeah yeah. so like I don't know like there is a lot of Marvel stuff that I would have liked to have done but in terms of comics right now like I think DC's definitely doing the more interesting stuff at the moment like just DC just, metal blows my mind yeah it blows my fucking mind that oh, just I don't even I still have Joker not gotten Dragon, it actually yeah. explained to Batman with a cool. sword on fire yeah doomsday Batman mm-hmm. I just the image of because I thought it was Doomsday at first looking at Joker they, Batman with a bunch of Robins on leashes yeah what the fuck was that yeah, yeah so it's it's absurd and the fact that so Batman is the one guy who can't be beat you know however you want to take that uh and you're fighting like six of them. Yeah. Like that's fucking you, messed you, up to you me. You could do a Justice League entirely of dark universe versions of Batman as other superheroes. Like yeah. you know, like Green Lantern. That's what they're doing. That's what mess that, metal yeah, is basically. Yeah. Well, that, well, yeah. I thought but, that aren't they taking them on like one at a time? Sort well, of. Well, yeah, that, that's exactly it. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, I mean, Instead. that's the end game of this shit is to have fucking. Evil Justice League versus, or again, sorry, like Evil Justice League of Batman versus, yeah, yeah which is like such a weird idea, cause yeah, it's, you know, because it's like, because it's, it's like Evil Justice League is something that's been done to death, and now all of a sudden it's like, but they're all Batman, Indeed. but like, but because it's like it's such a weird but, yeah, exactly, you know, no, totally, but it's cool, I'm Indeed. Gonna it. I gotta see it. There's so many. It last year I I was telling Patrick I felt like it was. A lot of what we did was entertainment-based as far as, like, TV and movies, and this year was a little bit heavy. Last year was, like, 70-30 um, entertainment to comics, and this year it was, like, 60-40 comics to entertain to, to television movies. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy walking yeah, away totally. from it. I've got fucking... I think I have... You still com- have one more day. Yeah, I think I have 17 trades in my book... In my luggage right now, I, and I, I still plan on getting have, just yeah. a few more. Yeah, you have one. We'll up that to like three or four I've got, tomorrow. Here, let me run in the corner and count. <laughs> uh, so I've got I've got a few more I want to get and that I can take home that I can read on the train, but I've got to stop. I've just got to stop, man. <laughs> Although I finished officially finished my preacher collection as far as getting all the story. I obviously haven't finished my preacher collection. I'm gonna own everything there is to own about everything, but I have seven trade paperbacks and hardcovers. Ooh. I have the set of I believe four Marvel Apes. And then I have the six-page preview of uh, Watch of me. Doomsday Clock. Oh, yeah, 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 Doomsday Clock. Partridge in a pear tree. And some other free goodies. Uh, I mean, I guess other than the posters and all the stuff we got at Doomsday Clock, I really liked the Joker tarot cards that we got. At, Those are uh, cool. I think at the DC Metal panel the yep. gently um, yeah the dirt yeah, gently yeah. yo-yo was awesome yeah, we, we got some good freebies this year i got a some weird internet company i got a squishy uh what do you call it stress reliever oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a keychain a blue ghost it looks really freaking cool right. and uh yeah just free stuff walking around i, I got while you guys that's why I, i'll just real quick i'll get that story out the way while you guys were finishing up at the imdb i had to go poop and 
the toilet was like the line was through the roof. So I was like, screw it, not going. I'm just going to wander instead. And I brushed shoulders with Ming Chen. And I was like, oh shit, I should like say hi. I don't know what to do. Should I say hi? Uh, and he ended up chit chatting. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to go about my day. And I texted my best friend who's obsessed with Tell Him Steve Dave, uh, Jeff. And I went and found Walt Flanagan, bought two copies of his books. He signed them both. And talking to him was just so fucking easy because he hates cons. He was not happy to be there. He's just like, hey, man. I was like, hey, I listened to Tell Him Steve Dave. And he got a little bit more like, we're not going to talk about this bullshit. Okay, cool. So he signed him. I was like, I'm going right over to Ming Chen. Got him to sign both. Uh, and then that's when I was like, I'm just going to walk around and collect freebies. <laughs> so I got like jelly beans at this one spot. Yeah, a bunch I got of, jelly beans as well. Yeah, like, a bunch they, of flyers uh, I ended up tossing. I had the Funko booth. One of the friends. The friend, the friend in the NWO t-shirt came and gave me some jelly the beans. The little bags. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. Indeed. And uh, yeah, I got a bunch of little like handouts that I was like, cool, this is neat. I went and talked to more of the... Uh, in the middle between the like main comic section and then all of the big events like the Tick and Star Wars stuff, there's like an alley of uh, indie, not indie, but self-made comics, and they're really eager to get you to talk to them so they can try to sell you. So I went and talked to a few more of them, and it was really cool. It was really cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't... They had to put a lot of money just to show up there. I mean, these booths are thousands of dollars mm-hmm. each day. Yeah. Uh, so I really hope they did well. <laughs> But they're a little aggressive with trying to get me in there. I'd rather come onto it organically, you know what I mean? But whatever. It was mm-hmm. awesome. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I'm definitely coming to Comic-Con next year. I say, and then we got tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and we've still got a whole day. Yeah. And I figured tomorrow, we do have like two or three panels. You guys said you were really... So we'll get those done. But I, I was just going to wander the floor a little bit more. Yeah, too. I want to do some more of that. Find some more floor stuff. And, and I got to, like I said, I want to get some books to read on the train. And then I'll be done. I spent less, I think I spent less money this year and got more trades. I don't know how, but I think I did. Well, we've been hitting up a lot of, like, the 3 for 20 yeah. boxes. Yeah, last year I bought, like, I bought the Dark Knight for 25 bucks. I haven't bought a book that was expensive like that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought another one like that, I don't remember. Maybe it was Daredevil or... I don't know. It was just one... <laughs> it was one that I was just like, fuck the price, I gotta have it. And yeah, yeah. Whereas this year I'm like, I like... I, I'm addicted to the thrill of the chase now. I just want to find it in a box somewhere and be like, oh, shit, I did it, as opposed to some guy being like, hey, I marked this up. You can have it. <laughs> so I'll probably never finish a collection, but it's fun to try. Fair enough. Anything? Um, no. I mean, we covered all our bases. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Do it again tomorrow. We'll have Indeed. fun. We probably won't report on it. Yeah, I mean, if we get, like, the off chance of we're like, hey, let's go sit against the wall and just plug this in really quick. Actually, I'd be fine sure. doing that. Because, yeah. um, I mean, that thing is incredibly accurate. I'm sure you could edit out the noise a little bit. Maybe. Um, we'll and even then, even then, it's kind of nice to get the, like, in the wild environment as long as it's not too crazy. Um, if it doesn't come off, like... Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the, uh, what the soundscape is like tomorrow, and we'll try and get some stuff at the con. Yeah, um, and if not, we're going to talk about it on ours, and you guys will talk about it on yours, yeah. and no matter what, we'll get the stuff. But, worst case scenario, this has been... Gifted Machines. Gifted Machines, I guess. Gifted Punksters, Men of the Machines. Uh, gifted Men of the Punkster gift, Machines. Gifted Men of the Punkster Machines. I'm Pat. <laughs> I'm a Kevin. I'm the other Kevin. Together we make Kevin Squared, K2. Oh, shit, dude. That's our mm, K-pop band. K2. 
Wow. <laughs> Dude, we could do it. That sounds kind of gangster, though, because that's kind of like a pot thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, because K2 is uh, legal synthetic weed, and it's like, it's actually really gnarly because like kids have like OD'd on it and shit. It's, it's nothing like actual weed. It's like way fucking worse for you. Shit. Yeah, that's why you don't trust shit made in labs. Yeah, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this has been Gifted Men of the Machine, Gifted Punkster Machine. I don't know. I think it's a machine. This has been Gifted Punksters. This has been Men of the Machine. Patrick, Kevin, Kevin. Thanks for listening.